Hello, Yay. Chico. Hello, Adam. Nice choice. That's How good. Got me so excited. Yeah. Another milonga to start the show. I know. <laughs> hmm? How's the beach? The beach is good. It was uh, very stormy today. We like got everything ready, got to the beach five minutes later. Thunderstorm started. And oh. then <laughs> I was like, and then I saw the lifeguard starting to whistle everyone. And I'm like, oh, no, I, they're kicking everybody out of the water. So at least let me run over and dip my foot in the water. And Ed looked at me. And he's like, no, they're asking everybody to leave the beach, not just the water. Um, I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I've only witnessed this once ever before in my life. Wow, so we is that like, because yeah. of the lightning? There was a lot of thunderstorm and uh, not so much lightning, but I'm sure lightning was happening somewhere where we didn't see it until <laughs> two, three hours later, lightning started and then the rain started. But we also <laughs> tried to sneak back in, like after everybody left, we mm -hmm. went back home and we had to do something before the rain started. Half an hour later, we checked the, the report super local. We're like, okay, we have a half hour window where the clouds are going to travel around where we are. Because it's extremely sunny, but super loud thunders in the background. And then when you look at neighboring areas, it's super dark clouds. So we're like, okay, let's do this. Let's go jump in, dip, and come out. As we're like running up the dunes, the entrance, we hear whistles and we sort of ignore and then... Um, this lifeguard catches up to us. He's like, are you going to get your stuff? Because we had left our seats and everything. And then if you could see the beach was desolate. There was no one, but lots of seats and umbrellas left behind. Like mm -hmm. everybody left thinking they're going to come back later. Right. We're like, yeah, we were going to get our chairs, but we have towels on our necks, right? So ready to, like, obvious that we're going to jump in the water. He's like, okay, I'll, I have to accompany you until you get your stuff. We're like, oh, okay, wow. we'll leave it there then. That's weird. <laughs> so they were weird. just waiting for people to come sneak on the beach. They were, because... <laughs> The next two hours, we kept seeing so many people in the same way get turned down, like kids. And, uh, so this must yeah. be kind of a normal thing. Well, I think they rarely kick people out of the beach. Like we ran into one of uh, its parents' friends who's been in this area for years. And he said, this is the second time I've ever experienced this. And he's like at summertime here all the time. So do they have a theory why? I mean, is it the water too rough? No, it's the thunder and the lightning and like yeah. just that it could be deadly, you know. So you that said you're at a gazebo now? I was hoping to be, but there was a lot of kids around uh, huh. shouting and uh, running and biking. And so I decided maybe in an hour I'll retry. Mm-hmm. You're on your vacation this week. I was on mine. Well, I wasn't really on a vacation last week, but I was away last week, and you're away this week. Yeah. Kind of interesting viewers. to broadcast from a different place, no? Yeah, it is. It, it really is. 
but it's so cool that you can take it with you. No? Did you feel like that too? I'm like, I'm so glad I don't have to give up. Like, um, yeah. Tango Cafe Takeout, I can still enjoy that night. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it was nice to be out in the middle of nowhere last week, watching the sunset. Kind of gave me a fresh perspective on, I don't know, coming from a different place when I was having the conversations and whatever, not sitting here in my little studio. Mm -hmm. um, so you know what, Chico, guess what? What's Adam? What up? We have an Instagram presence now. Woohoo! After so we many years. Follower. <laughs> yes. You opened and it yesterday. Follow very right? closely. Um, <laughs> I started it. Yeah, I think it was. Was it yesterday? Yeah. I think well, I updated it today. I added some stuff today. Cool. And now we Thanks have some photos that. and a video. Um, yes, Pooja, it is about time. I'm like so done with Facebook. No offense, Pooja. <laughs> Sorry. I am not. I'm not done um, with it. <laughs> I just feel like there's so much toxic stuff on there, and in Instagram, you just, people just post photos and then they move along. The see, handle is I our don't... name, oh. Adam and Chico Tango. I see. I don't. That's why I feel Facebook is so much more personable because Instagram is just posting stuff and. Not even like exchanging about it much. I heard. I don't know. It's all a myth for me. Well, it's just the content is totally different. Like on Facebook, you go on Facebook and somebody posted like, "Did you see Joe Biden picked so and so and all this?" Or you know, it just tends to go on the negative. And Instagram is just like photos and videos, and it's just more well, artistic and more creative. I, I think Facebook is lacking at... any depth. I, I think like just photos and videos sounds like it's lacking a lot more depth to me, but um, you can get more creative. I feel in Facebook, if you wanted to become like I don't know, I really enjoy for keeping in touch and catching up some stuff from people that I'm really farther living away from, um, and I like the fact of things like. I know the RSVPs aren't that reliable and stuff, but at least, like, the factor of that with the events I like, I, I don't know. I've always enjoyed... I'm good at ignoring things I don't like, though. Mm -hmm. You know, about it. I can easily get see a conversation on someone's wall and, like, feel like, shit, this is really annoying me. I need to respond. Well, and then as I start like... typing, and I'm like, I'm not going to get involved in this. Um, I posted something a few weeks ago about how New York had like the first day without a death from COVID, and one you know a couple of people liked it, and then one, somebody wrote some batshit crazy stuff like, "Oh, Cuomo's a bastard, and he killed all these people," and and then other people started writing on it, and then it turned into this discussion that I wasn't even a part of, even though it was my wall, about how Cuomo's a piece of shit, and now he's not a piece of shit, and I'm just like. Wow. Yeah, really I just wanted to celebrate the fact that we didn't have a fucking death, <laughs> you know? I think you have really shitty friends. I posted the same thing that day. I didn't. I think people know, like, I don't engage those sort of conversations, maybe. They never, like, bring that stuff to my wall. I, like... Yeah. I, I'm 
delete. I also just think there's a there's a significant group of people that are like minded of, as I with me and like aren't really on Facebook anymore and they use Instagram more. So it's just another platform for us to stay yeah. involved with people right now. You know. Well. Yeah, and so many people have been asking us for a while, where is your Instagram account? And I'm like, I can only deal with one thing at a time, but it was on my to-do list, and we talked about it briefly, I know. So when you said you did it, I was like, yes, cool. Mm -hmm. Yep, I was a busy boy yesterday. I saw. And I made a, there's also this thing called Buy Me a Coffee. You keep interrupting me, Chico. Am I? Maybe I'm You're on the You're very excited tonight. Now it feels quiet when I start talking, and then I find myself in the middle of your sentence. <laughs> Sorry. So there's this another thing I posted called Buy Me a Coffee, and it allows people to buy you a virtual cup of coffee, i.e. send a donation. I see. Was that inspired by Haney? I saw she sent something yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, I saw us. that she had that, so I looked. I mean, I'd seen it before a while ago that it existed, and I thought it was a cute idea, like buy somebody a cup of coffee, symbolically. Mm -hmm. um, and then I saw that she had it, and so I was like, well, yeah. Cool. And you like and coffee, unlike me. I do like coffee. And somebody, and I bought, so I've been buying other people coffee too. I think it's good to spread it around. Yeah, actually Maria Chico made a meme. Is that a meme or a gif? GIF. A gif. 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 How do you say GIF. it? GIF, GIF, GIF. I don't know. GIF, GIF sounds better than GIF. And... <laughs> It's like uh, a shortened version of that little jumping up and down with some funny colors. By the way, I was curious if anybody listening has roommates in New York or outside and how they've been living and dealing with the living with COVID, the quarantining, having roommates, if it's um, been stressful, if it's been how that's been going. Oh yeah, I was uh, curious about that the other day too, because I was talking to, I think Mary. Uh, I always thought she lived alone, but then I realized she does live with a roommate uh, or housemate. I mean, I think most people oh. in New York, if you're not living with a significant other, are living with a roommate. It's pretty expensive here. Mm -hmm. And then you've got to manage how that's going to fly. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess you set some sort of rules, and then, like, to an extent, I'm guessing, and then your bedroom is your mm -hmm. main territory. Yeah, that would just be kind of crappy to have to be stuck in your room for four months, more or less. Yeah. yeah. So I went out to dinner with Jason last night. We went to Destefano's. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And how was it? Well, I'm trying not to interrupt, so I'm really waiting for the... I know now I'm staying too quiet for a I, longer time, but... I should start talking. <laughs> and then I'll And talk. then have, like, a really long pause. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. And then make you wait. 
Well, I can don't just interrupt. Jump in. Don't interrupt. I'm jumping in. Now. I'm jumping in. <laughs> so I don't. So I'm going out to dinner. I want to hear about the biking adventure. Oh God. Well, the Stefanos is a steakhouse in Brooklyn that Jason lives two blocks from, but he's moving in three mm -hmm. days to Beacon, or two days. So that was our last De Stefanos dinner, at least for a while. I see. Is and this we the smaller steakhouse? Yes. That you really like. Yes, it's amazing. Okay. So. Cool. Yeah, and then we went to his roof and watched some baseball up there and drank some whiskey. And then I got lost riding home, and I ended up taking a 20-mile bike ride. <laughs> so how did that happen? And this is, I'm guessing, did you have anything to drink at all or just food? No, we uh, had plenty to drink. That's probably why the bike ride kept getting longer and longer. <laughs> That, like I wasn't even thinking you would go for a bike ride after a meal like that. But now that you're telling me this background info, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can see the disaster coming. Uh, well, we had dinner. <laughs> yes, we April. Went, yeah. Baseball. We had dinner, and then we finished the baseball game up on the roof. So the food had time to settle. <laughs> but then I kept getting turned around. So I got my workout in, I'll say that. How long did that take? Three hours. <laughs> what time to what time? From like one to four. Oh my god. <laughs> At least it's probably empty all around, mainly. Uh -huh. <laughs> but then there's no one to ask your way to either. Do you know how many <laughs> calories you burn riding 20 miles? than you want probably huh? a lot more than you want probably 650 that's it that's it that's it at least that's what my little gadget told me well you were probably riding very slow <laughs> <laughs> that's why it took three hours <laughs> actually you were never turned around you just were going turtle speed Oh, you know what? I was wrong. Oakwood. It's 1,650 calories. Never mind. That's, yeah, big difference. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's only six calories. Hold on. No. 600. Um, so, so, who I do we have joining us tonight? Chica. We have Haney joining us tonight, and she's already tuned in and listening. And so you could invite her anytime. How did we connect? Did Pooja introduce us? Yes. We, yeah. I was talking about, like, we've been looking for female musicians, and I said, I don't know any female bandoneon player. And mm -hmm. is bandoneonist uh, at the right term? I guess I we'll, have to, we'll have to ask her what she calls her. And then Pooja immediately responded in the thread saying, I know one. Uh, mm -hmm. I will connect you, and that's how we connected with Amy. Cool. Well, hopefully she calls us soon. Yes, Hello, Amy. and Carla's here. She'll join us later. Carton 20. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray! Yes. So, Haney, whenever you're ready, feel free to please call in. 
So tomorrow night, I'll be teaching the class alone, everyone, just so you know. It's 7 o'clock. So April, feel free not to come. <laughs> April, you got to go and give me I'm kidding. <laughs> um, She's ready to She goes you. on vacation. She might pop in. You never know. Hello, Haney. Yeah, I get bored. Hello. Hello. Hi, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, perfectly. Oh, good. Good. Yay. I was very stressed out about the sound. <laughs> <laughs> because let, let me explain why that is. So Haney and I had a sound check on Monday, which usually takes about 10 minutes and like maybe with 20 minutes. Hello? Chico, we lost you. Amy, where are you calling us from? Speaking of I, bad connection. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, yeah. So I'm calling. There you are, Seiko. I am calling from, I technically live in Silver Spring, Maryland, but I um, I live in, like, I always say the D.C. area because people know where that is. Mm -hmm. Big area, yes. Yeah. Well-known, so, famous area. So what happened, Chico, with the sound check that normally takes so, well, it's, we couldn't connect, so then we were like, we did two different sound checks, we talked on the phone, and half an hour went by, and I was like, wow, I didn't even say hi to her, I think, because we were both like, in this thing, and we never met her. So finally we were like, hi, nice to meet you, by the way. Um, and it turns out her phone or uh, something about the app to come to the live studio without turning her Wi-Fi off and having her uh, data kick in. Um, so we had to do that for her to connect finally. We did it. She's here. Haley Solera is with us. Sorry, that was me. Okay, oh. I was going to say <laughs> We're having all sorts of problems. <laughs> <laughs> this must be like the karma. <laughs> Haley, what are you doing to us? Or something. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so originally, where are you from, Haley? And are we saying your name right? Uh, the H is silent. Amy. Amy, uh, yeah. It's very common. I'm used. I respond to many iterations of my name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious of all the versions now. Uh, when I was a little girl, like they would call me Heine, which is like making fun <laughs> of like your your oh, butt, God. and so like it makes you develop a. I have a very thick skin because of that. <laughs> yeah, my last name is Hoopengardner, so I got a lot of oh. hoop, hoop and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> but Chico's you know, nickname was... for me is Poop and Anger. Yeah, I poops in anger. Poops in anger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, She's like, I'm gonna ignore this one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't judge. <laughs> what you what do you what you do behind closed doors? It's angry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what sort of projects are you even working on? Uh, so like, um, my projects kind of came out of like COVID to be honest. Like mm -hmm. initially before COVID hit, I was 
all set out to do a lot of concerts and traveling a lot. I was actually in Australia about to debut a tango orchestra in Perth. Wow. Like it's wow. all female orchestra. Hmm. And like it was going to be this huge thing and it was like so good and we were rehearsing and then COVID hit and everything got canceled. Were you based and there for a while? No, I was there. I was only going to be there for two weeks, so it was kind of a last-minute thing. Like, ideally, I would have wanted to been there to, for a month and do like an Australian tour because I know a lot of tango Australian musicians in different cities. Um, that's a future plan. The future plan is the Australian tango tour. <laughs> so, um, is this group that's great, though. Based here, or were you guys? No, they're in. They're in Perth. So if you guys want to look them up, they're called. If you look up their Facebook, they're called the Perth Tango Orchestra, um, and they, they're, all women, all professional musicians, um, and they decided the pianist I met in Reed College for Tango for Musicians five years ago, and we stayed in contact. Um, but the one of the biggest issues is trying to find a female bandoneon player. So. Um, so she invited me. She's like, hey, can you come in March for like, and play? And I'm like, yeah. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so, awesome. I, so I go and like, then there was going to be like another, a friend of mine in, in Canada was going to do an all-female orchestra for a tango milonga. And so she invited me. And I was going to do a lot of music festivals. And then like my duo with Max Ulam Fisher, it's cello and bandoneon. We were going to start doing a lot of like concerts and possibly a tour, and then like everything shut down. And um, so I was home. And also, I'm a nurse anesthetist. Um, wow. But I'm I'm like what I'm PRN. I'm not full time. I'm like a replacement. But your mm -hmm. PRN people are always the first to be canceled, and so all elective surgeries got canceled. So I essentially was functionally unemployed for three months. Um, and I was like, well, I guess I'll like practice my technique and learn a lot of solo bandoneons. Mm -hmm. So this local uh, organizer, Rene Davila, he does these virtual concerts every two weeks. And he invited me to do a solo bandoneon concert. So I was getting ready for that, and like that requires a lot of practicing, because uh, solo bandoneon is not easy. And to help me prepare, I every morning at 10 a.m. I would do like I would just play one solo, the solo of the week, and mm -hmm. whoever happened to capture that Facebook Live happened to capture it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's and neat. people really liked it. I had a few friends who like looked forward to it, and so I kind of realized that people are also bored at home doing nothing <laughs> and and so then my my husband is a video editor and so I was and then this is it's so weird so then a friend from Argentina gave an online course of of pro tools so I decided to learn pro tools and so I could edit audio of me and Max since we weren't playing mm -hmm. <laughs> So I started editing these videos of me and Max playing together through editing. That's and cool. again, pe people really liked them. And mm -hmm. then I finally did this one of me playing with myself of a Bach fugue. Ooh, how did I and miss yeah. that? Oh yeah, if you go on my YouTube video and you, my YouTube uh, channel, you'll see a, a video of me playing with myself 
No pun intended. And <laughs> angry. Yeah, angry. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I like yeah. what you said earlier about how like all of these are COVID sort of COVID inspired projects because oh yeah, I think a lot of us are in the same boat, especially art artists Artist. like us who are unemployed um, currently. Like I learned how to basically use a computer finally after thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, we started this program online, and did, I've been doing video editing myself, very, very like Same amateur, here. but just for fun, and a lot of other just learning how to teach online through Zoom. Um, it's a different side of uh, being creative. Oof, yeah, that must be really challenging. Um, yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> Are you doing any teaching? And no, actually, not yet. How did you get Maybe. Into the I don't know. Who wants, who, wants to, who wants to take lessons? That's hot. These are long stories. Let me just finish this one story. It's almost okay, yeah, yeah. I was going to say she's not that I promise. <laughs> so, so after that box feud, different musicians that I know asked to do videos with me as well. Hmm. And so I realized that a lot of people in the United States, tango dancers and people who love tango, are curious about what is the contemporary state of tango. And I had just graduated with my master's in ethnomusicology. So, and my focus is the contemporary tango scene in Buenos Aires in the United States. Hmm. So I was like, how can I incorporate all my training I learned in ethnomusicology school and my research, plus people want to do videos with me, and I'm bored at home, and I need to learn repertoire. <laughs> so <laughs> this, like, this idea of today's tango with Amy was born. Of like, it's, I don't want them to be any longer than... 12, 13 minutes, where I introduce you to this a tango musician from somewhere in the world that is doing tango. We play mm -hmm. something together, and then we talk about them, and you get to learn about them. Um, and so the second episode debuted today. So episode two is up, if anyone Yay. wants to watch it. Yeah, I really I just, enjoyed uh, episode one. YouTube. Oh, good. Say yeah. that again. I, I watched the episode one and I really enjoyed. I liked the idea and I liked uh, the time frame of it too. Like yeah, it gives you just enough. Like, and you share one song together and then you talk about a uh, few experiences of this musician and then it gets you interested enough if you want to pursue more. Uh, I I really like it. I'm glad, and that, yeah. that was the whole point. It was just like there's so many amazing people out there doing really cool things, and you know, like I just kind of want to tell their stories. Yeah, yeah that's, that's awesome. Really cool. yeah. So yeah, how did I get into bandoneon? That is a good question. And oh, I'm gonna summarize the last five years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I, at 28 years old, I had finished my master's in an nurse anesthesia. And I was like, cool, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? And um, I had, when I was 23, I got my bachelor's of music and piano, and classical piano. And I always liked a lot of different musics, and I really am a, I was a fan, and I'm still a fan of Afro-Cuban music. So I was trying to find an Afro-Cuban group in D.C. to learn batas, which is their percussion, these percussive mm -hmm. uh, drums they have. And I couldn't find any because they're all all the Cubans are in Miami and New York, and but I found by accident a community orchestra started by Corey Island in D.C. 
And I was like, I like Piazzolla, let me go. And it was the first time I heard the, the music from the golden era. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I, was just, I was just, and then the first time we went to a Malonga, I was so confused. <laughs> what is happening? Um, so I was their pianist. Uh, but we had two pianists, and at that time, I was looking at the bandoneon players. And the bandoneon players at that time could only play the right hand where the melody is, and they couldn't play the left. So I decided to learn the left hand because that's where the chords are and that's where the, the, like, the, here I can show you guys and you can tell me how the sound sounds, okay? Yeah, I was going to ask you to show an example too. So, uh, so like, so for like, there's basic rhythmic marking models in tango in all genres and the most common one is the marcato. Can you hear that? Mm -hmm. There's different marcatos, tarienzos is like very straightforward and all accented versus these sadly it's like accented on one and three and then like Pugliese's is like really like exaggerated and almost kind of like a drunken walk and very like And then, then the other ones, basic ones, are like syncopa. There's two types of syncopa, one that lands on the downbeat and then other ones that are like accented and on upbeats. Um, or... And like the piano will do that, the bass will do that, the violin sometimes will do that as well. And that's really what gets people to move because there's no percussive drums in tango. So the other instruments learn percussive techniques to, to get people to dance. Right. And that's actually yeah. really hard to do. It took like two years before a professional bandoneon player told me that's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and so I was just working on the left hand, just learning the, the chords. Um, but it was just so infuriating that I was going to sell it after a year. Because I'm like, I already play the piano. Why don't I just focus on the piano? Like, what am I doing with such a valuable instrument that I can barely play? And so at, at that time, there had started the emergence of tango festivals in the United States for musicians to learn how to play tango. And there's one in Reed College called Tango for Musicians. I went as a pianist. And I always research a lot whenever I do something. And I looked up the the piano faculty, and there's this composer, Diego Schisi, and I mm -hmm. looked him up on Spotify, I hit the first album I could hear, which was Tipos and Tipas, and within the first 30 seconds, I was like, what is this? This mm -hmm. is amazing. We are going to be friends. <laughs> so, <laughs> I go, we become friends. He convinces me to go to Buenos Aires for the first time, December 2015. And the only teacher I knew at the time was the person I met in uh, Tangos for Musicians was Ava Wolf, which is a female bandoneon player. And she couldn't give me lessons because her husband went do was donating a kidney at the time. Hmm. So she recommended Skisi uh, bandoneon player, which I knew from the albums, um, Santiago Segret. I was a huge fan and I didn't want to take lessons from him because he's very young and most virtuoso bandoneon players don't want to teach beginners. Mm -hmm. She recommended him me, she told him about me, and so like I had three lessons with him. And I told myself, if I learn anything with this guy, I won't learn I won't sell the bandoneon. 
Mm. So after three lessons, I learned something. My last day in Buenos Aires was my last le lesson with Santi. And I was like, Santi, do you do Skype lessons? He's like, no. <laughs> and in my, head, in my head, I'm like, I am never going to learn this freaking thing. Because there's like no real teachers here in the United States. And he's like, look, this is what we're going to do. He's like, I have a method book for beginners. The first thing you need to learn is the keyboard system, all of them, all four, all at once. He's like, this will be the most painful process that you ever do. But if you do it, you will learn the keyboard system. So his method book was very simple, random exercises that I had to do playing all the way open, doing them again, closing, and then do them again, changing direction every other measure. Hmm. Yeah. He's like, he's like, show. He's like, send me a video of these exercises every three to four weeks, but you can't send me these videos until they're perfect. I think he thought I would go away. <laughs> <laughs> and he was right. It was literally the most painful, boring process you can imagine because it's not it's not music you're not learning music you're just learning note where the buttons are so you just put your hands in you know where they are and that's a lot of muscle memory mm -hmm. um, and I mean you guys are dancers you know what it, you know the amount of muscle memory it is just to do a, a step just to do a pivot just to do um, a hero mm -hmm. but if you don't have those core things there's no point in advancing no you can't um, you can't, you right? Can't. Yeah, yeah, it's not you're just possible. Gonna be, you're going to be too conscious right. of the struggle. Right. <laughs> and then you're focusing on these basic things, and so you're taking so much energy and focusing on these things that your mind should be free to right. then take on the right. next challenge. Mm -hmm. And so that's what learning the keyboard system does, is, is that the hardest thing about the bandoneon is not the keyboard system. It's, it's the first obstacle and it's a very huge learning curve. But if you bother to take the time to like really learn it, it frees mm -hmm. your mind to focus on musicality, focus on phrasing, focusing on air control, which is that is the hardest part about the bandoneon. The, the hardest part of bandoneon is the air column control. Mm. Yeah. Um, and that's the, I, I struggle with that a lot because it, it's being a pianist, you don't have an air column to control. Like you hit a key, the sound decays immediately. You might have mm -hmm. a pedal, but you're kind of faking phrasing on the piano versus on the bandoneon, there's a, con a, there's a consistent column that you have to manage. And that was very new for me as a pianist. So you're mm -hmm. constantly making sure the bandoneon is inhaling air to expel, to play the sound. Yes. So the, the way it works, it, wor it works like a harmonica. Mm -hmm. um, Except instead of blowing air directly into the instrument, when, when you hit a button, a valve opens and air goes into this reed and makes the reed vibrate. Hmm. The, the moment you stop touching the button, um, air stops going through and then the sound finishes. But anything, anything can affect the sound. I, I wish there was video because then I could show you. It's really obvious when you're trying to play very softly that if you just mm -hmm. play one note very softly and very controlled, if you move your head quickly, you'll hear the distortion of sound just from that. Wow. And that's because so the air is changing. The way the air yeah, because your body moved. Right. Yeah, because your hands are in the instrument. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And again, I like I like to make a lot of analogies to da- tango dancing. It's the same thing. Like with if you're leading your partner, any little movement you make to a sensitive follower, they're gonna feel that. Respond. Yeah. Yeah. And how about the weight of the instrument? Was that ever a challenge? Oh, it's super you? heavy. My my upper back is so cut right now. <laughs> uh, it's heavy. I'm not gonna lie. Oh. Did you did you do any specific str- like training to strengthen so, your back yeah. for the instrument, or did it get strengthened because of the instrument? Um, it, it's a mixture of both. Before I found tango, I did obstacle course racing. Oh what? Well. Um, obstacle, obstacle course racing, like like Spartan oh, races and like tough mudders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I I don't do anything like a little bit. <laughs> Like, it seems like I don't it. think, yeah, Bandonio and Flair is not somebody who did something a little bit. Yeah, it's not even possible. That's, like, that's that kind of instrument that takes full attention, and I'm assuming you, you tackle everything else similarly. Yes. I don't, I don't know how not to. I'm a very intense You're not a dabbler. Be- You're not a dabbler. No. Well, I, you know, I think no, everyone exactly. tries to dabble, but then when you yeah. find the thing that you want to do, then you just go do it. Yeah. You know, I've tried different things. Yeah, but tried- do you try it? Okay. Hmm? Sorry. Go for no, it. You, I was going to ask if you try a lot of things before, like, it comes along, or you've been lucky, like, you find the things you really are interested in easily. No, I do try things, and many things go by the wayside. Like, I tried Kung Fu, and I was like, no, nah, that's cool, but it's not for me. Mm-hmm. And... So no no I think it's I think it's good to like try new things and and I think like people ask me a lot of what what it means to like tackle things intensely and I thought about this a lot and I think the key with anything is that you have to be okay with failure. So I think yeah. I think like it's good to try things and if it's not for you it's okay to say I don't want to do this anymore. Um, and then when you find something that you're like yeah I'm definitely going to dig in. It's also being okay with being really bad for a long time. Like, I really sucked for a really long time. Yeah, but it's Did you... right in both aspects, what you're saying. Like, it's also, there's with the first thing that you said about, like, it's okay if you realize this is not for you. It's being able to let go. Yeah. But also not letting, maybe, and then... Like you said, with the it's okay, if you have to be okay to be bad at something again, like especially if you've done other things and you've achieved a certain level of being good at it, like you're taking on that again, like you're gonna suck at something for a while before you feel good about it again. And right. I think some people find that to be the more challenging part. Well, you need to have a lot of patience. Yeah. It's, I mean, you have to learn to have patience with yourself. And also and self-confidence in a way, not like give in to like understanding that's a process and not let it like influence your self-comfortability that if you actually work at it, you can make it happen for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. You gotta love the struggle. Like, yeah. Yes. And I mean, yes, it takes self-confidence in the, in the sense of also being okay to be em- embarrassed. It's not that yeah, I don't exactly. get, em- get embarrassed. I get embarrassed. <laughs> but, 
Yeah. But overcoming that embarrassment. And same as a dancer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, anything you do when you're putting yourself, you're being vulnerable, you're putting yourself out there, um, especially in front of others. Exactly. I was just going to say, it's like both in the dance and with the playing the music, it's you're doing it in front of others people watching, other people watching you. What? And they judge you. Yeah. yeah. Partially, <laughs> Max. Partially. But I also meant the confidence. Uh, I meant it exactly that way, but also, like, I always give this example when Adam and I started dancing pretty earlier on. We had a friend of ours videotape us, and it wasn't the era of, like, lots of cell phones with videos and stuff. So we had, like, this video recording. We And when we were dancing and that person was videotaping, we were like, we thought we were fairly okay, right? We knew we weren't great or that, but you also are more okay with where you are and you know you need to get better. That's also another sort of confidence. You don't feel like, oh, I suck. You know you suck and you're not that great, but it's okay. I don't know if I'm can making I, can sense. Can I jump in now? Yeah. Yes. Hey, Max. Maxfield. Can I say hello? Hello. Oh, Max. Nice. How are you guys? Thanks for letting Max me call is. it. Welcome. Yeah. yeah, glad you did. How are you doing? Max. Hello. We lost him. We're so close. Oh, I Wait. Can I you hear me now? Max is. Oh. There he is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sorry, my Wi-Fi is being weird. I wanted to say having spent a lot of time with all three of you, that um, it paid off. Because you're all uh, really fantastic <laughs> artists in all the things you do. Well, and I've known Amy now for a long time and all the stories she's talking about. And oh my gosh, it's so much fun to play with her. It was always fun to play with her, but like, now she's like so good. I just wanted to lay that in there. Aww. What have you been up to? Uh, playing with Amy. <laughs> Literally. Because we're, we're recording our EP right now. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, the, the, the formation of, the, of this duo was actually a, a really cool me? story. We met in that tango orchestra in D.C. He, Max had just moved to D.C. And From New York. That was like a good five years ago. Yeah, yeah. Going back a little bit. We had the farewell party. Yeah. Tango Cafe. Yeah. That was a good time. Max, uh, I'm Max. gonna ask that you stop moving. Or <laughs> if there is a wind back. go inside, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it might be my air conditioner. Sorry. Okay. So you guys, Sorry. Moved, Annie was talking you guys about met when uh, Max moved to DC area. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then Max played in the orchestra, and then he started the, the Capo Tango, it was first a quintet. Quartet. Quartet. Really? Yeah, no. you played piano. That's right. I played piano. I used to play piano. <laughs> you mentioned that. <laughs> you did mention that. Um, but actually, you got, the, like, too good at bandoneon not to have you playing bandoneon. Right. I finally, I finally said, Max, like, I'm practicing way too hard on Mandanyan to not be playing it. <laughs> 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 so, 
We got we got a better pianist. We got a better pianist than me to replace me, Valerie Hay. We did know a, a really wonderful other pianist. Yeah, so it she's out great. Um, and then I went to Argentina in 2019, and Max um, made the orchestra the the quintet into an entire orchestra while I was gone. Wow. Well, we started yeah. playing duet stuff before you left, though. Right. So that was that's actually a really cute story. So in the the I want to give a shout out to any of our DC community tango people if they're here. We really care about this community a lot. Um, the they've really embraced us and they supported me from like zero. So um, so very good friends of ours, uh, David and Liz Shervinsky. They were going to get married, and so they asked us to play for when they walk in, you know? Mm -hmm. And they asked us, can you do bandanon and cello? And I was like, well, that's not a very common format, but I mean, I guess we'll see what we can do. So we played for the wedding, and we really liked it. It was a really nice sound. And then I didn't think very much about it, because I was getting ready to audition for the Orquesta Escuela de Emilio Barcarce, this very prestigious tango school in Buenos Aires. Yeah. And and I had to do it in 2019 because there's an age limit and it's 35 and I was 35. So it was my only chance. And this is the very beginning of 2019. The very beginning. So I for years the audition piece was La Bordona by um, Emilio Valcarce. And then you had to play a solo and then you had a sight read. So I mm -hmm. had been practicing La Bordona for months, for months, for months. And I arranged it originally for bandoneon and uh, violin, and then to practice. Mm -hmm. And then a month before the audition, they changed the piece to Redención by Gobi. Oh my God! And I, mm. I freak out because at that time mm -hmm. it was very hard for me to learn new pieces. Like wow. And I knew I knew I was going to be going up against like professionals. Like I knew that my chances of getting in were not very good, but I mean it was my only shot. So Max was right. like, "Why don't you make it? Why don't you make the arrangement for bandoneon and cello? And we'll get right. We'll I'll help you prepare." I'm like, "Cool." So we start practicing those pieces, and Max and I had made other arrangements. And Max was like, "Any like we have a whole concert here. Why don't we do a house concert to get you ready?" I'm like, "Okay." And there's a we had to put a wait list. Like the whole DC community came out to support me. Wow, and we do this. It was great. And so we play this concert, and it was so nice. And so before I leave, I was like, Max, like when I come back, let's really make this a duo. He's like, mm -hmm. okay. So um, I came back. I didn't. Well, I didn't get into the orchestra, but everyone found out the next day so i got invited to play in many different groups in buenos wow. aires that's amazing. so actually yeah it worked out i didn't get in i ended up playing with so many people it was ridiculous um, <laughs> well you're getting well, me oh, huh? i'm sorry. sorry what were we gonna say i was saying i'm getting excited to hear you oh good <laughs> um but while I was gone, Max was busy doing things. So Max, tell them what you were doing. Oh, 
Oh, well, we missed you, first of all. So I had to oh. compensate for the lack of your musical and, like, you know, physical presence. Uh, but we uh, well, we reached a point where we were playing a lot better and people enjoyed the music. So and we also kind of figured out, you know, these summer festivals, the, the tango music community around the country, like the level and knowledge and connection have grown exponentially in the last seven years since we started. Um, so we were able to really start bringing people into town. And, um, you know, we went up to play for um, in Boston for the Locust. James's event, Loco Marathon, mm -hmm. um, and we were bringing folks in, so we were doing our best to like be active in Amy's absence. You know? mm -hmm. And then I went and visited her in Buenos Aires, which was awesome. She was very popular there too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and we missed her very much, but I understood why she was there. It made it cool. And then, I mean, she was good before she left. And then she came oh. back, and we played an opera. Oh yeah, that opera was on point, Max. I was, I was <laughs> I not expect, I was not expecting it to be what it was. <laughs> we we arranged sort of and played a uh, sort of chamber like uh, dark theatrical version of Carmen um, with a classical opera company. Wow, it was great because um, you know the you guys know the most important thing any dancer knows the important most important thing about getting used to a partner and getting used to dancing playing is playing. So right when she got back, we were rehearsing and then we were performing like multiple times a weekend. And we would open with like a half hour of tango music and the opera started. So it was really great to just put in all that time like playing together and playing together and playing together. Mm -hmm. And then we played so some that, other concerts and then everything fell. Yes, yeah, so everything fell. Story more optimistic. Right. And so then a future friend of ours, Daniel Stein, he works in Notre Dame as a sound engineer. Mm -hmm. And he, he kept telling us, you guys should record these duos. They're great. And I'm like, no, 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 no. But then, you know, we're doing nothing in COVID. And I learned, you know. Really, he's like one of the best and most unknown tango violinists in the world. That is true. He's very good. Mm -hmm. um, and so... I got my little Zoom, we had all these fancy mics, and I was like, Max, why don't we just do like an EP of a home recording and have Daniel be our producer? And he was like, okay. <laughs> so I wanted the EP to tell our story. So the EP is just going to be three tracks of these arrangements of Max helping me get ready for the audition and of the arrangements I started making when I got back. So it's going to be La Burlona, uh, Redención and the Don Agustin Bardi, uh, the Pugliese version. Um, and it's going to be called Buenos Aires, There and Back Again. Um, mm, because like it's, it. the, it's the story of us. Because it's going to be the pre precursor to our full album. Mm -hmm. That's going to be called Entre Amigos, Between Friends, where I'm commissioning uh, all of the my favorite composers and people who supported me when I was in Buenos Aires, and I'm commissioning ten different composers to arrange for Max and me. We already have our first composition in. We'll get the second one in next week, and so the goal is to have a full album and then do a tour. And you're playing well. separately and then mixing them together, but like new compositions, which is really exciting. So you're recording yeah. in separate places, like at a mass. We're no, recording no, no. carefully in a large studio. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, in a large okay. studio. Yeah. Well, I don't want to interrupt 
too much, but I would like to ask if you could share with us some of your playing. Okay, I will. Sure. Um, I'm going to play Los Sueños. Uh, it's an arrangement by Sor Piazzola. It's one of the first solos I learned. Um, and so it's kind of very meaningful for me. Um, I'm going to play something, uh, just a chord, and can you tell me if it's too loud? Mm -hmm. Okay. Is that okay? It's a little loud. It's a bit loud? <laughs> yeah, it's a little, a little bit. Bit. Okay. loud. Yeah. A little bit. Okay. And Max, right. I'm going to ask that you either mute yourself or hang up while she plays in case there's any background noise. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to do that. You can do you the, can go to the little phone icon the... and press that okay. and it'll ask you whether you want to mute or not. There is a yeah, okay. red button that okay. has the phone on it. Bye-bye. Yeah, I'm going to do the same. All right, yeah. I'm going to play now. And I'm taking my earphones off so I can't hear you. Okay. Did you hear me okay? Beautiful. Yeah. Was that, that was Can okay? Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. So I meet myself. Can okay. you hear me? Yes. Beautiful. Yeah, that was did wonderful. Did it click? Did, oh, good. Did it, did it what? <laughs> did it click? Did it what? 
No. Did the sound click? Oh, no, good. No, 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 no. I was getting so worried with finding the known over the radio because, like, it's so loud. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, actually, totally it uh, fine. came out really well. Yeah. Okay. Good. And you played beautifully. And, uh, oh, thank and you. We're, Gorgeous. I don't know where Chico and Max are, but uh, I'm sure they enjoyed it. I'm as well. here. <laughs> Can you not hear me? <laughs> oh, there you are. I've been clapping and stuff. Yeah, right. Oh, I can, I can, can hear you. One hand, Chico. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't hear you until just now. Well, I love it. Good. I'm glad you're I happy. Want, I want more. Otra! Otra! <laughs> <laughs> it's so bizarre, right, in these platforms, to, like we're the only audience that can make sound, but in the background, in the text platform, I'm seeing a lot yeah. of claps and uh, spectacular. Okay. Wonderful, okay. lovely, soulful, bravo, ultra. So I think everybody's ready for a second one. Another one? Okay, I can play another one. And this one is, <laughs> this one is a, um, this actually gave me a good opportunity. So I like telling a lot of stories, so you got to tell me when to shut up. Um, but in, <laughs> in California, in LA, is this bandoneon player, Alex Reutemann, and also through creative ways of dealing with COVID, he started this, um, uh, this cycle of solos and solitude, where every other week he'll invite three different musicians to play solos. It's really good. It's great. It's on YouTube Live. Um, I highly recommend it. And I played on one, but I try to catch as many as I can because the musicians are great. And I'm going to be playing there the 21st. Um, and so I'm getting ready for this uh, solo. I have to play four solos. And I always like to try to put one solo that's kind of new for me, you know, like I'm still kind of working it out. So I was like, oh, let me play this for Siko and Adam. <laughs> so this one. This one is, um, it's a song we all know, El Dia Que Me Quieras, but it's mm -hmm. arranged by Nicolas Eindrich. And Nicolas Eindrich is someone everyone should look up. Uh, he is part of this new generation of Andonion players that came out in the early 2000s. It's like this weird story. It's kind of what inspired me to go into ethnomusicology school. My mentor, Santi, is part of this generation. They're all friends. They're all of the same... Uh, they were born around the same time, all from um, Almagro, almost all of them. And they just were these virtuosos that came out. Um, and so Nicolas Eindrich is one of those people. And I think he plays in like all of every format. He'll play in like Milongas in Buenos Aires. He'll play be with a duo with guitar and bandoneon. He'll play in like these avant-garde tango um, orchestras, the Juan Pablo Navarro Orchestra with my other teachers. So he's just like this very versatile musician. And so he did this arrangement and it's really nice. It's really hard. So, you know, here goes nothing. Can I put, can I jump in with a little comment there? A story yeah. about yeah. visiting you. And You're allowed. Okay. <laughs> uh, we went, you had all these great ideas about places to go and listen to tango. So I went to a lot of your places and with you. And then other nights I would venture out. And I think just by, because he plays so many different kinds of things and by the nature of the town, I think I saw Nicholas Einrich play like five times in a row. Uh, one of wow. them, five nights in a row. One of them was a guitar duo at, I think that was the first one. Um, another one was actually um, in a huge, huge hall. Um, Pablo Aslan was playing his uh, Piazzolla in Brooklyn album. And mm -hmm. Nicholas Einrich played with him. Another was at a very like hole in the wall practica milonga that I went to with 
friend of the show, Marcelo. Um, and then another one was the Juan Pablo Navarro Quintet. And then another one was like a more traditional thing. It was crazy. Anyway, he's very good. Wow. Yes. I'm Nicolas muting myself Heinrich. now. All right, here we go. Uh, El Día Que Me Quieras, <laughs> arranged by Nicolas Eintrich. Go check him You're out. He's, right. amazing. He's what amazing. What a great arrangement. I love it, and you played it so good. I want to dance. I want to dance to that. It's so beautiful. Oh, good. I'm glad. I like to hear stuff like that. So beautiful. Such a great version. Because wow. that's, that's actually something else that Max and I want to do. We would like to, like, ask... Um, 
challenge like dancers if like they would want to dance to a cello bandoneon duo live during a performance. I think that would be nice. Nice. Challenge accepted. I don't okay. know about Adam. <laughs> Do I dance tango? Yes, April with two cats. Yes. I also have two cats. Hello. Hey, Amy. Just yes. for fun, because I like hearing it. Uh, you know, this this album that we're working on has 10 different composers all writing original material for it. And I'm really okay. excited because some of it's like very unknown people but are super cool coming up and and then some people are really well known. Can you just like talk about, like mention all the people we get to, we get to play with and work with? Okay, I will try to say this slowly. And um, hey, Max, can you on the podcast put on the on the messaging the name of these composers? Should anyone want yeah. to? Sure, I'll uh, say I'll write their names as you as you say it. So the I'm gonna start with like the the it's gonna be a mix of like very well respected tango um, composers to newcomers that no one knows who they are from all over the world. So first is Ramiro Gajo. Ramiro Gajo is a very renowned violinist that he was the first violinist for the Orquesta Mili de Valcarce, played with El Arranque, and has El Ramiro Gajo Quinteto. So Ramiro Gajo Quinteto, amazing music. I highly recommend it. The other cool. person is going to be Pablo, Pablo Jaurena. Pablo Jaurena is from Córdoba. He's a bandoneon player, and he uh, has a trio with bandoneon piano and woodwinds. Um, amazing bandoneon player and the other composer is going to be Adam Tooley he I believe he was on your show yeah. I think a, a week ago Adam Tooley yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 he's a very good friend of mine guitarist he has an album La Llegada so he's going to write for me and Max and Julian Peralta is uh, one of the founders of like Tango Rupture if you look at the documentary Un Disparo en la Noche, you can learn about uh, what Peralta did to help with the revitalization of tango in the 90s. Um, he has his own but orquesta. But seriously, watch that documentary. It's amazing. <laughs> Un Disparo en uh, yeah. la Noche dos. No, also right. follows oh, yeah, the lives of a lot of musicians and singers from Orlando, yes. Buenos Aires. Phenomenal. It's, it's a yeah, beautiful Marcelo story. He told you? That. Uh, yes, yeah, he it's, posted it uh, like a month ago or something. Right. Um, I remember yes. seeing it. He's a, it's a beautiful story. He, he formed this quintet, Astigero, whose, power, whose music is very powerful and very intense. Uh, he's a very good friend of mine, so he'll be um, composing. And then within that vein, no one knows who she is right now, but I think in the next few years people will. Her name is Petalo Selser. She, three, year ago, three years ago, founded an all-string tango orchestra that plays contemporary tango music. And Ooh, listening wow. to their orchestra was one of my, some of my favorite concerts that I went to. They the goal is to memorize all their music, so it's intense. They look at each other, and she does her own compositions. She's very reluctant to give herself credit, um, but she's an amazing uh, musician. Um, also, there will be um, my good friend Owen Salome. Owen Salome is an Australian bandoneon player <laughs> I met in these journeys, and um, he is a, he's an amazing composer, and being from Australia, bringing that kind of viewpoint yeah. to tango <laughs> is very, it's very refreshing. It's like, it's just a very different sound. And then my teacher, Ramiro Boero, 
Uh, Ramiro Boero is one of the leading pedagogues in the instrument. He was one of that bridge. He teaches at the Orquesta Emilio Valcarce right now, and he's that bridge of teachers who learned with the masters before they started dying off and bringing it to the new generation. Mm. Um, and so if you look at Ramiro Boero, Orquesta Típica, um, he's, he's released certain albums. He released a solo bandoneon album that's beautiful. So wow, those are all the team. people. Oh, I am so excited. That is amazing. <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, and Natsuki Nishihara. Natsuki Nishihara is a Japanese bandoneon player um, who has a trio in Buenos Aires. It is one of my favorite trios. It's all women. Um, and she, her arrangements are stunning. And only now she's starting to compose. I think uh, her composition for the album will be her first composition and I was just Natsu was like Amy I don't know if I can do this I'm like you totally can it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be amazing wait Amy what's her last name uh Nishahara she is yeah, that I meant how do you spell by let me rephrase that. oh how do you spell that n-i-n-i-s-h-a-r-a she is a stunningly good bandoneon player stunningly wow so have you met a here. lot of female bandoneon players? I am players? here. Do, Amy? Sorry. Hey, Bat. Oh, hi, Bat. It's, it's, hey. Bat. Hey. Hey. Amy. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I am great. Bat knows everybody. It's, yeah. it's so, yeah, I know Max. And uh, I wrote some, hey, I wrote something a few minutes ago and I said, uh, I, yeah, Haney does dance. As a matter of fact, I danced with her many, many times before I realized that she was a musician and um, it took me even more times than that to figure out how to say her name. Because I thought she was saying, I thought she was saying A-M-Y, Amy. So I'd call her Amy and she would never answer. <laughs> no, no, it's Haney, H-E-Y, like, hey. Okay, got it. But yeah, the H, the H is silent. Except but the H is that, silent. That, yeah. H is silent, but. Yeah. Amy. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> We're getting there. It's like the, the C is a chi in mine. So ah. you can't call me. Right? Yeah. Like the My last. My like... spelled Adam, but we say Phil. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and, and and I, I have call a him tea. Paul, but he doesn't mind it. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a T that's silent, so you don't say the last T. Anyway. Uh, I say sound... that it's bad. T -t 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 I ask you more. T -t 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 like, like Benny and the Jets. <laughs> Amy, you sound great. You sound fantastic. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. It means a lot. Good. Thank you. So you I want to dance us, to you. Uh, oh, you sent thank us you. Song via email. Yes. And you still want us to play this? Yeah. I mean, is there time? You have to get to, to Carla. Yeah, Carla. Yes. Well, I was yeah. gonna play one more, and then we'll get to Carla. Cool. Yes. Uh, but I what you're gonna play this before? Hmm? Yeah. What you're gonna hear is an arrangement of Piazzolla's La Ferrur, played by Tegan Farin, this amazing violinist, and she is episode one of today's Tango with Amy. So if you want to learn more about Tegan, uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. She's a very interesting human being. I really like talking to her. Awesome. I sent a link to your YouTube channel, but I will I post another one. 
Cool. He can Sorry, just Adam. move to New York. So you guys are very lucky there. Mm -hmm. That's true. She well, you have to, to come York? visit us. You'll have to come visit us when this is all over. We'll we'll do it. We'll do a collaboration for sure. Okay. Yes, she's amazing. We'll host you guys at our Milanka. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, okay. You guys should come down here, of course. Yeah. We were supposed to be there. In, uh, yes, in was April. It April or March. Yeah. Oh really? I oh no. For the Terrapin Festival. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All oh, right. So Kyla, we'll play this, sa Kyla said to play another one. Cool. Yeah, yeah we're playing the okay. duo. The... Okay. Duo. Oh, uh, nice. Here we go. So Everybody mute, mute yourselves. Okay. So you press the red button with the phone on it. It gives you an okay. option to mute.
Okay, that's done. <laughs> it keeps going for some reason. I don't know how to change the MP3. It's just like... <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was beautiful. Sound... Sorry, oh, it didn't sound you. amazing. I have to play from my phone through my microphone whenever we play recorded music. Oh, the, the, the oh I didn't know that. Yeah, the program doesn't allow me to, like, upload the music ahead of time into Podbean uh, for some reason. But they're always updating the software, so maybe, you know, that could be something yeah. that changes soon. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. Or just go to my YouTube channel and check it out. There or follow me, on, follow me on Facebook. It's there, too. Mm-hmm. So whatever your, whatever your viewers want to hear, it's, it's really pretty. So. Wow. so, yeah. Well, it's been a real pleasure to get to know you. And happy Same here. to meet you. It's so nice yeah. to be able to still meet new people in this time of yes. Corona. Yeah. And that's part of the, the reason we do this is to keep people connected and introducing people to new people in Tango and, and all that stuff. And we look forward to coming down and seeing you and Max in D.C. And meeting sooner. in person. Mm-hmm. And thank you, oh, Max, day. for all of the information on the thread. I will post it in the show notes afterwards because this thread disappears at the end of the show oh okay thanks yeah, guys it was good. so nice to talk to you i miss you you're yeah, we the should last have you thing on i did too, in, man. Yeah, the, he's, the he's, last he's, thing he's, i did in new york was was play at at tango cafe with stratos and you guys all put on weird masks of my face <laughs> no, it was it was terrible. yes oh my god that was creepy hundreds of well, masks running around well max is going to be on the show on september 9th Oh, we already did something. Oh. Good. Yeah. I um, I had to, I didn't fill you in yet, Adam. Sorry. Wonderful. <laughs> no, that's great. Uh, yeah. And I didn't know when I was messaging him that he worked with Amy. So that was a really cool coincidence. He was like, maybe I come on uh, with my duo partner, Amy. And I'm like, well, she's coming on this week. <laughs> so. No, it's cool. Some of us have a, I think some of you guys, your Wi-Fi is coming in and out. My Wi-Fi might be coming in and out, too. I apologize. It's um, me. I'll mute, though. So thank you, guys. Well, thank you. Thank well, you thank so you. much, Amy. Thank you, guys. Yeah, can, I say hi to, can I say hi to Carla really quick? Of course. If yeah, Carla of course. Us, Gustavo's on the line now. Remember? Hola, Gustavo. Here comes Carla. And Yay, we're going to say jumped in. Carlita! Hola! Hola! Hi all! It was fantastic to, to hear you. Hola, Amy. Carla, ¿cómo estás? Bien, ¿y vos? Muy bien, está muy bien. ¿Podemos hablar no. español? Can we talk in no, Spanish? No, no, probably not. Probably not. ¿Te ha gustado? Ya está, armamos una mateada. Hi, everybody. Uh, oh. Oh, it's so nice good. to be it's... here. Yeah. Well, Carla, I just want to say hi really quick, and I'll just listen to the rest of the, the show. Um, I okay. hope you're doing okay. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, have a great talk. I'll, I'll stay listening, and, um, yeah, have a good night, All right. Guys. Wonderful. Thank hey. you. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Bye, Amy. Ciao. Bye. Bye, Hank. Bye-bye, thank you. Hey. Gustavo. So we have Rembe. How are you doing? Marano here. Hey. I'm here just because Marano. 
I don't, don't say I don't that. blame you. Stop. You guys know Bat. I'm, I'm assuming you know the Bat Johnson, the infamous Bat Johnson. Yes, I know Gustavo. Yes, you know. Yes. Hey, Gustavo, how are you, Bat? How are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm very happy to hear you. I want yeah. to see. I want to see you, and I want to embrace you, and I want to walk around the wooden uh. floor with you. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Hand in hand. Oh. <laughs> I miss the milonga in general, the milongas here in Buenos Aires, of course, but I miss New York a lot. I miss all of you, and I miss the places in New York. I want yeah. to be there. I hope that all this situation finish now, tomorrow. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to well. get drunk with you, Carla. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. It's gonna be the little bit dangerous. <laughs> Do you remember? Oh, God, of course I, I remember. Oh, I, I know will is be. That, I, I just remember before I met you. No. Yeah. We went to the Milonga. You were at, I think it was the Malaleche or Tango Cafe, and I was out of Cafe. town. She was like, "Oh, this woman Carla was here. She got really drunk all night long. She was here till four in the morning." <laughs> I was like, "I didn't know we were out partying till past ten a.m." <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. Oh. La profesora. We, like, we left it, we went days. to uh, Fat Cats, we listened to blues, danced some swing, drank yeah. some beers. With Ricky, we with Ricardo Vichetti. Yeah, Ricky. Mm. Yeah, and then we went to K-Town and we realized K-Town is closed after 4 a.m. And so we went back to, you should be dancing. And back to the studio. To <laughs> dig into our liquor cabinet. Um, Damn. Dangerous to have keys to the morning. dance studio. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was a hell of a night. Damn. Yeah. What's so how, how, how are you? How long do you sleep after a night like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? No comment. I said, how, how long do you sleep for in the, after a night like that? You sleep for 24 uh, hours? Two days. Yeah, I was two days. <laughs> Five I mean, gallons of water. <laughs> yes. Oh so God. where, which, uh, where do you live down there, Carla? Which, which part of town are you in? Where I am now? Mm -hmm. Which part of the... Uh, of the Buenos Aires, in Villa Urquiza. Okay. Nice. It's a neighborhood close. Oh. Yes, and maybe you know, no? Mm -hmm. Maybe you've been here bit. in Urquiza. A long time ago. She's a hostile. <laughs> Remember. Remember. <laughs> We're living in the same city and we can't even see each other. Oh yes. This but is I terrible. saw some video Oliver posted some videos of like there's a lot of protesting happening right now though. Not because of the virus, but because of other things. Yeah, people, some other some things. Some people are out. Some people are out. Did what you hear the protesting? news? Protests are like become a way to <laughs> break the rules. Oh, <laughs> Go outside. What what are, what are they protesting now in Buenos Aires? What which no idea? Just today or the other day? The, the what are, yesterday there was some protesting. 
and I'm not sure. There are what... protests every day. There are protests every day. So yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Something different every day. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We have many reasons to protest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so do we, but we're too chicken shit to get out of the street. Yeah, no. I'm protesting yeah. toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, it's a little bit and a little small disaster <laughs> that situation here in this country now. Yeah. So it's every day happens something super difficult. Yeah. But we'll see. We will see. Well, we're here with Carla Marano for our five questions. Ah, what? Huh? What is that? <laughs> five questions. <laughs> That's bad. That's bad. Yes. I like it. Five questions. This is uh, one of the first projects I did when Corona started was playing around with sound effects. Five questions. And then Pat Johnson was our was our was our singer there. Yeah. No. Thanks to Adam. One of these days, I'm going to play like all of the different tracks you sent me of you saying five questions. <laughs> Please do, because I haven't even five heard the questions. Them. <laughs> you that one? Yeah, yeah, I sang it in a false falsetto, you know. Five questions. I Adam, next week we need to have a five questions corner. <laughs> corner. You know what I mean? No. No. <laughs> we need to have a corner for five questions song. So you oh, need to I play see. all I the know. options. Okay, I got gotcha. <laughs> well, you. Know, we, could, we could make more, you know. Yeah, we have, we have the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Carla, uh, I have a question. Okay, a bit. When Not you too were difficult. No, no, no. When you were <laughs> dancing in the '90s, you had you and your partner at the time, Mauricio, had a very different style for what was happening um, at that time. I would say even yes. for this time, even for this time, it's a very different style. But mm -hmm. um, how did the general community react to the way you guys were dancing back then? Was there acceptance, or was there a lot of Pushback. Um, not too much, actually. Always there are different kind of people, no? A lot of yeah. people accept and like it and support us and mm -hmm. our crazy idea at that moment. <laughs> because it was different, no? In that moment. Mm -hmm. It was a few people that tried to do something, something different, actually. Is um, it on YouTube? Uh, Can we look it up on YouTube? Yes, Mauricio okay. Castro and Carla Marano. There are a few videos. I think that two videos or three, no much. Okay. One video yeah, because... And Carla, if you were to describe not... what... See, actually, it doesn't was super crazy, no? When I say crazy, no. It doesn't work crazy. It was a little bit more uh, free on style, if I can say something like that, no? Okay. Uh, and was uh, one of the things that most 
we like to work at that moment and most that enjoy at that moment was that we really want to improvise a hungry percent. Mm -hmm. So we investigate a lot about that, no? the research that we did it at that time was most about the whole possibilities that mm -hmm. we can use. All the elements. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry? No, no, go ahead. Um, nothing. It was more about that, no? The, the research about all the possibilities and the way also that we want to move, no? The quality of the movement, the synchronization, the way to lead and to follow. Also, we're training a lot at that moment without uh, having contact, no? Without using the embrace so much. And we try all the elements, sacadas, ganchos, without uh, having any contact in our upper body, without the tongue embrace, actually. <laughs> we Which like... was very different at the time. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was, was different and was difficult, actually. <laughs> but the only yeah, thing... To the colgadas, no. Colgadas and boleos. Yeah, yeah. At that moment of the colgadas and boleos, we tried to take some contact. But we tried That was all you broke the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we do. Well, I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm silent. I'm watching a video from 1999 on YouTube from your look at your old conning um, Cosmo Tango 1999. No. no, I don't hear the music, so I don't know what song it is. But the music, the, uh, we danced two different songs that night. One song was the um, Chick Corea. Chick Corea. <laughs> yeah, nice. Wow. Oh my God! Wow. And another was Malosetti, who is a great musician from here, from Argentina. Malosetti's son, because he's the father and the son, there were musicians. Javier and Walter. Javier, Javier and Malosetti. Walter, yes. Sí. Yes. Um, because Mauricio is a musician. And he oh, I didn't know that. Used, yeah, he used to study. He lived for many years in the United States, actually. And he studied oh, at Berkeley. Okay. And he made the career of musician there. So... Yeah. The music that he most liked was uh, funk and jazz and rock. And I think that he used to like more than tango. <laughs> yeah. mm. But so when he you... came here, he fell in love with tango, with the dance, actually, more than the music. Hmm. It uh, looks yeah. like when I'm watching you guys dance that there's obviously lead and follow element, but it looks a lot also just about interacting. Uh, yes, sí. That's, that's was... Maurizio, Maurizio came to New York in the in the nineties once, mm -hmm. and he was, yes. he, was, uh, he was yeah yeah he was teaching at uh, Dance Manhattan, and he had a book and yes. some videos that he was selling. Yeah. Yes, I know. Yeah, I I, I know was part of that. I'm sure she was. Probably the writer of that book. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I didn't was the writer. All the ideas he had it, but I was the I I was part of all this. All uh, of it. Material. Yeah. Oh, yes. uh -huh. wow. I mean, people about the thinking, that... the classes, the training, in that way, knowing the production of the the books and the videos. 
but uh, in some way I was part of it. Of it. Of course, yes. you were half. You were the dancer. I mean. And yeah, but now I want to write my book. Okay. Nice. I want. I'm that. trying. I'm yeah. trying. I don't know if I can do it, but hopefully, one day be, we'll buy it. We'll buy it. I will. I will read it. I maybe, 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 maybe oh, yeah. uh, every morning. Maybe every morning you wake up, you write like a small, little bit, and then each day yes. you get a little longer and a two little words, longer. Two words. Two words per day. That's a good start. Now like we have time. <laughs> yes. It could be like a story, like a collection of uh, memories, you know. Yes. Yeah, something like that to me. Yes. And one way, the other, like another way to start is could be that you just drop on the topics that you want to cover or the stories, and then you start like little by little building the content. Fill it in. And, like fill it in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So instead of Do starting you... with the stories, you start with the ideas on a, you know, every day. Yes. Do you want to organize my book? Don't give it to Beth, because then it's going to be 1,800 pages. You got that right. <laughs> Beth, Beth, Beth wrote three books, and then he stuck it into one book. <laughs> I have a lot to say. <laughs> Carla? Yes. T typical question. Um, when you did you start dancing as a young girl, or did you start later? How 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 did you get started in tango? I started to dance tango because I saw it the the tango por dos show, and I saw it uh, Guillermina Quiroga dance in the mm. show. So when I saw her in the, on the stage, I fell in love in tango, and I I decided to to start to dance tango. But at that moment, that was in the 90s actually. Um, at that moment, I went to match classes and places, no, to go, and I couldn't. Uh, Take uh, find a place because uh, I used to 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 take a lot of the dance class, no ballet and contemporary class, and I didn't have the time. I didn't find the time and the places to go at that moment. So I started to dance uh, three years after that, or four years after that, and I started to dance, and my I have. I only have 22 years old, I think so, 21, 22 years old. Mm -hmm. When I start to dance, I start to dance when the Viruta start. La Viruta. Ah, okay. My wow. first class I took there, but doesn't was the same place that this night, was another place. When La Viruta started, I started another small space, also in Palermo. And actually, Cecilia used to teach there, Cecilia Troncoso. Mm -hmm. Uh, was my first teacher with uh, Luis Solanas before Horacio Godoy was there actually a few years before uh -huh. and when I took my first class the actually the the milonga uh, didn't exist doesn't exist at that moment it was only the classes 
And one month, one month after I start to take the classes, they start to organize La Viruta. La Viruta start like a milonga every Wednesday, actually. It was the first day of La Viruta. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember Horacio told yes. me wow. like, La Viruta started one night and then slowly it ended up going to two nights a week and then three nights a week and then now there's yes. nine, nine nights yes. a week. <laughs> at that moment, Horacio, at that moment, Horacio used to organize another milonga at Almagro Club. Almagro was a traditional place of tango many years ago, uh -huh. and then they, they closed that place. Um, was around the corner of the um, La Catedral. Okay. Oh. Horacio used to DJ there. During the weekend, the milongas at the, the Almagro uh, used to be very traditional, no? The older milongueros used to go there. And in one moment, Horacio with another guy start to organize uh, every Tuesday there. And they call La Milonga the Tuesday, Tuesday of the, not children's, I don't know how to say, guys Tuesday, something like that. El Martes de los Chicos era el nombre. <laughs> Okay. And they, because they Mills was the night. only young, yes, they they was the only young people there organizing <laughs> at that moment, mm -hmm. no? And then with the time, they they start to organize together with uh, Cecilia and Horacio, and they grow up La Viruta all together. It was mm -hmm. very nice when they start to be together. So Chico, you had a question. Well, I want to ask about uh, over the years that I've known you, I have witnessed you work with so many different partners. And I love that um, one, they're all great dancers and they all love working with you. And, like, what do you find yeah. challenging, like changing partners, and what do you find uh, intriguing to work with different? To dance with different partners. Yeah, same challenge. Come, come in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I went for something wrong. I think that I changed the place in my house because I didn't hear well. So now I think that is better. Can you hear me? Yeah, I think Chico's yes. uh, cutting in and out. There. I think it might be me too. Did you guys? Did anyone uh, okay. have a question for me? And so. Damn. To... <laughs> Sounds like a horror movie. Like. <laughs> <don't>... <laughs> I think Where's that. Vincent that Price? <laughs> But answer for me. <laughs> Is that what you guys? No, are? actually, yes, <laughs> yes. Now, yes. Are you there? Yeah. Yeah. I'm here. Okay. <laughs> so, um, shall I re-ask, or did you hear the question? No. Can you re-ask, please? Yeah. You work with so many different partners, so I'd love to know like what you find challenging and what you find interesting and about working with various partners. Mm. 
uh, it's a challenge to practice to dance, no, with different partners all the time. This is this is true, and for me, was um, I love it to do it. Actually, I recommend to do it <laughs> because yeah. if you yes, because the thing that most I enjoy of that everything can be. Uh, nice and good to improve, no? While you you go for something, no? While we dance and we training and we want to grow up and study something in particular. But in tango, for me, one of the things that gave me was to actually to really work in my own style, mm. to try mm. to find my own way to dance and try to find the easy adaptation of the different leaders no? that I try to share, the different leaders that I share my dance in general, in the professional way or in the, in the social way. Because sometimes when you have a partner, and always the same partner, no? Why you go to dance in the social way that, of course, sometimes the couples uh, exchange, no, partner when they are in the social place, sometimes no, yeah. but yeah. today, yes, in general, yes. Um, it's nice, but it's not the same, like if you really study with different dancers, no? Yeah. You course. really... Uh, try to to study and to how do you say in English? Uh, Train. me gustado. Investigar en, como research. Querés, research. No me salía la palabra. Research in the deep way, no, with different yeah. dancers. This is something that helped me to find my own way to yeah. dance, my own mm -hmm. style. No, and not something that I share with someone all the time in the same way. Yeah, because yeah. every every time that I change the the dancer, the leader that I used to share my my research or my uh, works in general, every time that I ha I change my dance a lot. Oh, yeah. Think that I dance. I used to dance with Mauricio, and in one moment I start to dance with Aoniken. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> was totally different, no? The, the difference yeah. was huge for me. It was oh my god, now it's different. <laughs> and well, then it's also uh, you're so versatile. It makes it gives you so many more tools. Yes, Can yes. You? That's why that is the thing that most I can rescatar. Uh, uh, how do, you, how do you say that in English? Rescatar. Rescatar. Rescue. 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 Menos mal que está Gustavo. Gustavo is Google Translate. Gustavo right? is. Ustedes lo trajeron para que me traduzca. You bring him. No, no. <laughs> Uh, but this is one of the most important things that I really enjoy it actually, and I really like it about to 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 develop to 
study with many leaders and different leaders. Yeah. Totally different. I, I asked because like I haven't worked with as many leaders as you, but I love social dancing and I in particular like I've seen over the years people a certain style of tango and learn that whereas I chose to learn all different styles of tango so that like I can expand my view and then pick who I want to be as a dancer and I feel like Adam and I have been partners for such a long time but every time we get an opportunity to work with someone else we go for it because it also makes us improve as dancers individually but then we are able to bring that to our partnership and share that uh, what we learn steal everybody's secrets um, bring it back to us <laughs> <laughs> it's really true you like you, yes. you learn and you like you said research different ways and to go deeper with uh, different people is really a nice mm -hmm. uh, thing to yes have. You can amplify, no, the way that you feel, the way that you uh, you move, the, the quality of your movement change. Yeah. depends mm -hmm. the needs. So it's interesting. Yeah. The expression also, yeah, change, uh, and the way that they feel the tango also, no, because one thing was to dance with Mauricio, and another thing was to dance with uh, Aonikan or Tavio. I dance with Octavio, that is, he's super young, but at the same time, he's super uh, tanguero. Mm. Mm. Yes. That the, he has something very special, no? That they all dance at the same time. I love watching. Super fresh. <laughs> yes. I love watching you two dance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Octavio is great. I love him. And yeah, I love you guys together too. <laughs> um, thank yeah. you. So, what are you doing? Yeah, Octavio. Hmm? Now, I was just going to say, Octo Octavio is uh, kind of fresh and brash and kind of cocky, like a young mm -hmm. rooster, <laughs> you know? Yeah. A young rooster? <laughs> 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 young rooster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's cocky, you know? Yeah. And, and fresh. I love him. I love him. Yeah, anyway. No, Maybe and he I love, looks like that. I love dancing with his wife, too. Oh, my God. Okay. Tranquilo. Take it easy, that. Oh my God. Now go to your freezer, grab the ice pack. <laughs> <laughs> Take a, Is Octavio listening now? No, I, I doubt it. I think so. he's sleeping. Yeah, he's, <laughs> we wanted, we, 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 we approached him about being on the show, but they're six hours ahead, so it didn't work for them. Yes, he's, he's super late. Yeah. So, Adam, you had another okay. question, I think. Uh, I did. This is the question number number three. Four. And this is number four? Okay. I don't know. Who knows? We actually never count. <laughs> sometimes it's two, sometimes it's 15. That's a, mild, it's just a shock. <laughs> um, 
Okay. Well, I remember, so I haven't studied with you specifically, but I've studied a lot with Andres Amarilla, especially in the early 2000s. Andres Amarilla. And he, he yes. spoke a lot about using space as a reference when you're dancing in communication. So, um, and he specifically, I remember, mentioned you and Mauricio as as somebody, as a couple that was very fundamental in in teaching this sort of philosophy that, that, that you base your communication on the space that is opening and the space that is closing. Uh, and yes. as, if you're, as if you're together in a circle and it's constantly rotating. Who's breathing into the phone? <laughs> was a really free improvisation. <laughs> so um, yes. I wanted to ask you about how were you introduced to that idea from another teacher or is that something that you and Mauricio developed together just like analyzing that aspect of, of the dance? Uh, Yes, it was uh, something that we researched and we analyzed together, actually. Mauricio bring a lot of uh, ideas about that. The space and the language of communication was something that he really wanted to change, you know, in the time mm -hmm. of dance, when he started to teach, actually. Um, and because I know a lot of technique before to dance tango, that mm -hmm. helped and, and was in the same way, no? That I like to also analyze and study the dance in general. That's why it wasn't a good mix that we find it, no? Together. Um, and was something that we decided to analyze and to do it in that specific way, actually. And Andres was part in one moment of all this. Uh, thinking that we did it, no? Because in one moment we, I don't know if Andres remember that, but we, we trained the three together actually, mm -hmm. for years, really? yes. Um, yes, and we actually, in between Andres and Mauricio, and me was in the middle, trying to rebound in between <laughs> one and the other, one and the other. <laughs> we, wow. See, in one moment we create something that we call at that moment the power improvisation. No? Mauricio called in that way. Uh -huh. Because it was something that we decided to use all the structure of the tango dance, but with another embrace. Totally different embrace. But we pass for all the possibilities almost. And we have a basic step, actually. And into this basic step that we create, no, that some way that I cannot show you now, <laughs> but was uh, was interesting all the possibilities that uh, we start to explore what, what you know, I, in different what ways. What I find uh, unique about dancing with you and dancing with there was a, a long again going back to like when I trained with Andres many years ago uh, a lot. Yes. I danced with Marcela Trape and. Is she's another Marcella, yeah, she's yes. another basically what I find interesting about this sort of approach is there's no delay um, in the communication and what I mean by that is sometimes when I 
we dance with somebody, you you create an intention, you, you, you sort of you, you you show the communication, you show the, the lead, the mark that you're gonna lead, and then you create the lead and then there's a there's a delay, not in a bad way, but a, a delay in the response. So we create maybe some some more texture or, or something like this. But when I find that I dance with people that sort of uh, react more based on space, um, there's no delay. It's like we, we, we change space at the same moment. I don't know if that makes sense. But um, yes. And I found like, I remember my first memory of dancing with you, at least um, maybe we had danced prior, but I remember you were at um, probably Malaleche a long time ago. <laughs> when you first started coming yeah. to New York. And I remember after we danced, I told Chico, I said, um, no matter what I'm doing, look, whether you and I are in open, close, whether we have an embrace, whether we're not in an embrace, we're not even touching, your very your responses are always the same. It's like immediate. Like you're always present. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so like, for example, if I dance with somebody in close embrace and maybe I would open up and maybe I even do a soltada or something, the chances are yeah. that she's going to respond differently in those moments that w than the way she danced in close because something's changed. But I found when I danced with you, not, it was always very consistent. <laughs> so it was very easy to flow. Yeah. It was very easy to flow in between different things. Yeah, there was no latency exactly. Um, because I train a lot. Yeah, I mean, that, I, that's what I, I realized. Yeah, you have a very versatile style. Yes, and also Marcela, sorry, I want to say that Marcela Trapé also was part of uh, our group at that moment. And yes, we studied with her this, uh, all this, uh, at that moment she, she used to teach the release style, no, the, the technique. Um, and she was part of our group and also she bring all this uh, way to study the body and etc. Yeah, also I, she was something, yeah, I, I someone that, that feeling right brings away. I forgot to mention it. Yeah, yeah, I know, I could just tell when I danced with you, I was like, okay, this is coming from when I, just by, just by the way you moved and the way we communicated as we danced, I was like, this feels a lot like what I worked with on Therese with, you know, and with, Mar and with yeah. Marcella back in the day. Yes. And he was, I, I remember that moment when you guys danced and you came over, you, you were like, oh my God, I love dancing with her. <laughs> she's, always, she's always there. Like there is no one moment where uh -huh. she's not there. And um, the, the presence and it's, it's not, and this presence right. we're talking about, just to clarify to other people, it's not about a quick response because like it's not about like it's just being so in tune and uh, so Chico. so independent Chico. you're coming in and out Chico. can you hear no. me i don't know if anybody else is but um, how about now no i can hear her no yes i can oh, hear okay, her yeah. I wonder why I'm the only one. Oh, fuck, it's you, Adam! Why, why would I be the only one? <laughs> <laughs> it was clear, it was clear. So it's, like that's, I just want to clarify, so it's like a, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to respond sort of a soldier reaction that we're talking about, like, being so in tune and, like, so independent, but in any sort, so that you can 
adjust to any sort of embrace and mm -hmm. any sort of movement. Yeah, I mean, I almost feel bored what, because... What Adam was talking about, with, sorry, Adam, with the direction too, like we find this with many dancers, if there is no concept of spatial relationship in addition to the partner relationship, there is always going to be a latency. But right. when there is connection to space and to partner and to music, all of that, all as a package, and being able to be comfortable in all sorts of embraces, you're overcoming any sort of like barrier that you might have uh, to be as present as you're able to be, Carla. I would think. I can when I dance with Carla, I can always feel her listening to me. Mm -hmm. She really, you know, she has ears like Mickey Mouse. I mean, the woman really listens, mm -hmm. and I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's it, there's Thank nothing you. you can. Thank you, all well, of you. Well, what's funny is like I almost feel like I'm boring you because there's nothing I can throw at you that you're not already have done like a million times. Uh, I'm like, no. Yes. All right, there we go. I like, feel the same. No. <laughs> no. You're like the hardest. From behind the back with no embrace, and Carlos is like yawning, <laughs> yawning through it. Oh, crazy. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm laughing at this. is hilarious because I thought the same when I led her because I yeah. all I did was close and super basic, like five things that I led. So I thought it's like me being super simple. You make me feel dad. good. But, Thank but what you. I do feel, what, I, <laughs> what I do remember and I do appreciate, and especially like one of the last times you and I met, I think at like Carlos's Practica recently, sort of recently, we practiced one evening. Um, uh, yes. That you're like back yes, then, you're extremely focused and present and tuned in, even to the smallest thing. So I still, I still know that you're enjoying the being there and that we're having, you know, we're creating something in the moment, but, but the fact that you respond yeah. the way you do because you're so experienced, it would, it does, it would, it could lead me to believe sometimes that you're just like, oh, here we go again. No. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy it. Well, yeah, no, I don't, no, no, no. Don't think, don't think that. No, but I also know you enjoy also, like I see you at Milongas and I've seen you dance with Everyone. so many different level of everybody leaders everybody <laughs> and, even uh, me <laughs> i think even me <laughs> no but of course i dance with all i try to dance with all because i have to keep learning actually keep training keep improve and keep find new ways to dance so that's yeah. why we have to dance with all yeah, yeah. Always. <laughs> it's the only um, way. I remember when we were, I don't know how many trips into this, but you probably won't remember. But there was a place uh, on Cordoba uh, that you were teaching technique classes. Oh, yeah. Uh, El Garage. Ah, yes. yes. El Garage. Like somewhat a gym, right? on the it's yeah. like a gymnasium on one ground mm -hmm. uh, that was my first introduction to you because everybody was talking about your JP classes um, yeah so you remember yeah, that you told me about that yeah yeah it was like uh, just solo work and 
like it was I a very nice place like that very yeah. hot but i but also <laughs> nobody was teaching that way and that was my first time like working solo yes for, like at two that, hours and, yes uh, at that moment that was i say was a worship of two three hours now yeah. i yeah. I never more teach for three hours. <laughs> but at that moment, I used to give the long workshop, three hours and work out well, hard for three hours without the stop. Yeah, well, last, wow. the last, I think when you first started coming to New York, you were doing a Monday night technique class that I went to a few times at Stepping Out. And uh, yeah, I remember, remember that? there yeah. were two hours. And I remember at the end, like, me and all the other women in the la in the class, after like the first 40 minutes, we're looking at each other like, what the fuck? And then at the end of the class, two hours later, you're just like, okay, let's go dancing. And we're just looking at each other like, we're going to freaking die. <laughs> and you're just like, and you're wearing you know, your high heels. And, wearing like, and it's just like, okay, stop. Wow, this woman is like serious tango shape. <laughs> well, I think that's also for me, like it proves like her technique is working, that like she's not overworking. Uh, what, what, like, you what, know, she's working efficiently, her body. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. This is the thing that I try to do, to don't feel tired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a very lazy person. I try to do the easier find the easier way to move. But that's, that's, that's why I can't you know, spend a lot of time. The key to success is to find the, you know, the most efficient way to do things. Or one, one yes, would say the lazy, way. An, yeah. the lazy way. No, but find the vision of the movement, why, why I move, uh, is something that I really like to do. I really like to investigate and I really like to find the way, you know, the best way to do the thing to use the less effort as possible. Yeah, yeah. I like I to move in that way. You teach beginners, no? Yeah. And I teach like beginners. And, yes. and can I ask how you approach beginners? Like, do you have a, a, a particular way that you always? Curriculum. I I try to make sample in the sample way from the beginners, no? Because I like to. To work to develop this uh, technical stuff that I used to teach and this combination, and I like to go from the more uh, simple way until the most complicated way. When I used to teach beginners, I I really try to give the the fundamentals, mm -hmm. the most basic basic things. Uh, and the essential, no? But in the very simple and easy way to communicate. Mm -hmm. But the essential, the fundamentals. The fundamentals, mm -hmm. so this is the fundamentals. Fundamental. Yeah, fundamentals. Yeah. Fundamental. And do you, um, do you like to start with, uh, like, improvisation? Do you like to start with, like, a pattern or music? I used to start with the with a lot of different ways. <laughs> okay. I try a lot of different ways and also try for many years and then decide to don't do it and then I start to do it again with the basic step, to teach the basic step, the famous basic step. Carla, yeah. Carla, yes. you, heard, you heard him before, he's stealing information. 
<laughs> Adam, Adam, take a fucking class. <laughs> and, and pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I'm always so curious at what people teach at because I think it would be amazing to build together a curriculum for beginners that we all come to agree that it's more efficient mm -hmm. and more engaging for a beginner so that they feel they progress fast enough but they're also getting enough of puzzles that they are committing uh, to I the lost you a little bit. Mm -hmm. Me too. So I'm not the only one losing her. The, the question is complicated. <laughs> Chico, the question was complicated. Yeah, I think you are feeding it question. now for others as well now. Marcelo okay. is here. No. How many how many drinks do you have? Marcelo Carlita. Marcelo. ¿Cómo les va? ¿Qué tal? Muy bien. My lawyer is here, but Johnson, nice to meet you, here. my friend. I'm here. I'm glad I don't have to bail you out of jail. Good. Good boy. He's actually sort of in jail, so, though. He's been stuck at home for four months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Carla, I have a quick question for you. For your uh, beginners... Yes. Do you do anything special to make it fun for them to make sure they come back? Whip. I try. She, she gives whip. No. <laughs> no. Yes, I I try. I try to do something fun because when the people take their first tango class, I I used to be a very serious teacher. Soy muy seria para enseñar. So. For me to give something fun is uh, it's a little bit difficult because uh -huh. I really like to talk about dance. But I try to find a way to don't this, como se dice, aburrido? Boring. Boring um, for the people that take the first class, no? Right, um, right. But see, I, I like to be dynamic. The class is dynamic. Change the rhythm all the time, no? In okay. some moment I give something super slow. I like to repeat a lot the same stuff for the people can get. It's easier to get, to practice, to remember something. Um, 
and I try to to give some exercise in the rhythmical exercise, super easy, super basic about music, no? But it's easier for the people to go in, no? Got to it. feel the music, to feel the rhythm, and to find the way to start to move with that uh, music because the, the cadence of the movement that we use when we dance tango is very particular and it's very specific, no? the language of the movement. So we cannot really teach in the first class something right. like that. Right. So it's just an approach to how we can move, we can synchronize the essential, no? the, the fundamentals. But quickly, faster, with different rhythms during the class, no? Not only the rhythm of the music, you know, the rhythm of the class. Mm. So in one moment I like to go super slow with something, and then maybe I try to accelerate the situation or change the, the situation faster and then go slow again, so... I try. Okay. I really try and investigate a lot the way that, that is better, no? For, teach a beginner's class because it's the most difficult class actually i think so. of course yeah of course that's true got it thank you and also because people are thank sort you. of um nervous and shy and uncomfortable they're not used to yes. exposing themselves like that in front of other people and embarrassing themselves you know usually when we learn things we learn them even if we learn them in a group setting we're learning them in our head you know like if you're in school or something but in, in the dance class, you're you're moving and you're visually you're visually failing in front of other people. <laughs> that can yeah. be that yeah. can be very humbling um, and, and embarrassing and who knows. And adults yes. don't like that, especially yeah, yeah, no, especially no, adults yes. that are already that are like accomplished in certain things. They already feel exactly. They, yeah, yeah, they're exactly. successful at something. And you know, tango is not a in general in the U.S. I would say. Specifically, tango is not a poor man's sport. It's it's a it's a it's a you have to be in a certain class level to have time and money to study tango here, and so yeah. you generally accomplish yes. something with your life to get there. So you start again at the bottom of something, and you're and you're being told this is right, this is wrong. You're not doing this, blah blah blah, and uh, it can be so being a beginner, especially teacher, for men. Yeah, for sure, because there's you're with a woman generally, and you're. You're exposing yourself yeah, you want open, to like vulnerable to that. So as a beginner teacher, Absolutely. you really need to be almost like a counselor. You have to be very supportive and, and help everybody yes. feel calm. See, that's why, <laughs> see, help to feel the people that they can do it, no? To feel good, mm -hmm. to feel fun. To reassure them. Yeah. And Yes. And to feel them, it's like they're, you're in this together, like as a group also, like not to... I think that's part of the thing at the beginning too, that you're not feeling like you arrived into this community and you're alone. I think if they feel part of a community, they, they are more likely to stay. Yes, of course. Of course it's good to have a group that all are beginners. Mm -hmm. because Can you if guys you have hear a... me well? Sorry. Yeah. Okay. There is noise, I, I don't know. Who have the noise? If me, is you, or no, I don't know. And, no? Un ruido, no escuchan? Yeah. Yeah, that's been there, oh, I, I feel like, before. for a while. Hmm. I don't hear that. It's not me. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
<laughs> it came with Marcelo. For me, I've been hearing it. From hearing it from the beginning, but I thought. Whoa. It's me. What that? That was what was that? It might be. I don't think it's What's me. That? I have a little fan on, but I had the fan on every week for the past like. Oh yeah, oh, and that, that was the fan. fan. Shut up! You don't it's the fan. Look, it's gone. Jesus, I didn't do Adam. Nothing's changed. I'm just sitting here telling you I have a fan. Nothing's changed. What oh. Jesus? It's gone <laughs> now. Oh, it's gone now. Nothing, nothing's gone. Nothing was. I don't know. Adam turned the fan off. <laughs> Come Adam on. Turned the fan off. So while you Admit have this, Adam. you have this meeting, this program every Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Ah, nice. Mm -hmm. I'm a This is our twenty-second. That means, Episode. which is also our, <laughs> also our time stamp. Wow. This, uh, we can close for 22 weeks. Because we started yes. this the following week after the last Tango Cafe. And I have some good news, though. I was in the... touch with the owners of the studio. So I, I'm sure you've seen that a lot of the spaces in New York City have been closing. But I was in touch with our owners, not our owner, but the owner of the space. And they said that, yes. uh, they said for this. For now, they're going to hang in there. They're going to keep the space, and they're going to hope to that's great. Hope to reopen when, when yes. we can. And they're thinking Good. maybe in September to start doing private lessons, and then. But uh, yeah, oh, I mean great. that's really reassuring. Good news. Really reassuring for us because we've we've been with them for over 11 or 12, 13 years, and you know they've given us a lot of freedom to design our own classes. To do our own yeah. um, a lot of yeah. and yeah. and we can party all night <laughs> <laughs> until, until 10 a.m. <laughs> you know, you know, till the janitors you know, come you know you guys have been in New York a lot like you know it's not easy to find somebody that trusts you with keys no. to their business <laughs> no yes yeah, and it's a nice place we have a great relationship yes. with them so I'm really happy about that you're gonna eventually come visit and see the Nilonga Hopefully. Hopefully. He was supposed to DJ Hopefully. on July 8th. Hopefully. Yes, yeah. that's right. Uh, and yeah. next year. Yes. Next we'll year. Yeah. Or the next other year one. for sure. Yeah. I have, uh, I've been very positive oh. the last few days. I think this is going to be over semi soon. Maybe I'm crazy, but I think we're, we're... Although every day I wake up in a different mood, so maybe tomorrow I won't, but I feel like. <laughs> well, the light, the light is starting to shine. We have maybe, maybe Russia is starting their vaccine process. Also, added on to your well, I'm optimism. curious to see what happens there. But if that's real, we'll see. Yeah. Well, apparently, he uh, vaccinated his daughter. Is also part of the news. So uh, I don't know. I think that's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's what I think. Uh, I we believe that. Should be okay because we bought so many of the of the or the vaccines yes, here in Argentina. So better is better real. <laughs> yes. No. We're, we're all gonna mutate, guys, with this vaccine mutation is gonna bring. Start when the last news is like uh, here in Argentina, at least, no. Uh, there are a laboratory that uh, will create the vaccine mm -hmm. from the end of this year. I think that at the end of this year, December, January. Yeah, they start production. Yeah. They will, we were going to start the production of the vaccine of Oxford. 
right. and we are going yes. to buy the the vaccine of Russia. So we have two types of vaccine just to well, just because we we want to show off. <laughs> Facebook and so YouTube. Most, um, most, most colds and viruses started way worse than they became later on. They, 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 they get, they, I don't, I don't know how to put this, but the, even the common cold, I guess the common cold started in the 1800s or something, and it was much more lethal back then. But it sort of like adapts to the, you know, climate or whatever, the situation. But Yeah, they build up an immunity. Australia is uh, going on their second wave, so that's a new virus. So that mm -hmm. it's all it's already mutating. Yeah. So I don't know. Yes. Wow. It's called a, a, a bat biters. I've been a little bit more bat biters. <laughs> I don't know, man. Hopefully, all this situation finish soon. They, they need to find a lot of vaccine, different, uh, different vacunas, faster. Okay. Yeah. Please. Amen. They're trying. They're trying. They're working on it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think so. <laughs> yeah. No, Don't worry. I know that yet. Don't worry. Kamala Harris is going to create one. Don't worry. Kamala Harris will get it. Don't worry, man. How, how do you like Kamala Harris, guys? Uh, I want to hear your opinion. What do you think? Um, she's smart. She is smart as five politicians. She's fucking witty. She's also a yeah. prosecutor. I think there was a strategic decision because Democrats are always labeled weak on crime. And she is a prosecutor. <laughs> and although then yeah. they're also saying that she's kind of like... Um, not liberal enough for a lot of people, blah, 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 blah. I mean, there's all sorts of, you know, whatever, but I think it's a smart pick, and I think she'll make I a great so president too. when Biden passes away in about a year and a half from now. <laughs> and, uh, that, that's, not, that's not a joke. That's not a joke. She's, she's a strong personality, and I think that's really important. Like, she was really good in the... Yeah. So, so is it is it against the law to chew someone up and spit them out? Because that's what she's going to do to Pence in the debates. <laughs> she's going to cheat, man. She is going to beat the fuck yeah, out of him. Matt, have you ever heard that guy? <laughs> Matt, have you ever heard that guy talk? He is so creepy. Like he's so. Uh, his yeah, demeanor is just like that's, really calm and. That's why. That's why he has. That's why he has the gig. Trump doesn't want anyone to give him competition. Yeah, but I'm just That's saying, how he got the game. I'm just saying, like, he's going to have a way to, to be... When he does the debate, he's going to be... He's not going to be reactive, you know? Like, that's that's going to be good for him, is that he's going to remain calm and calculated. And he's always got that weird, like... Weird, fucking dubious look in his eyes, like... You know, I don't know. I think she's going to chew him up, but he's not going to take yeah. the bait, so he's not going to freak out. So that's going to be good for him. 
Yeah. And it's going to be obvious that he's not taking the bait. It's also going to be obvious that he doesn't have a response. This is going to be so good. I'm really looking forward. So, Marcelo, <laughs> to answer your question, um, I I love her, and she should be president. I don't. Man's opinion. Well, because... I hope that they get another Democratic senator. I mean, I'm sure they will in California, but, I, you know, he, he's going out. He's yeah. picking senators, which is not the best yeah. pool because we need those people. <laughs> uh, I, I, I <laughs> we need those people. Well, we need the Democratic. We need the senator to be blue, but I was originally a, a Warren fan. I really like Elizabeth Warren. Not for vice president, but for president. Um, and then I thought Stacey Abrams would have been a good yeah. choice for vice president. Stacy is Stacy is strong as hell. Yeah. Elizabeth Warren scares me, and I think that her energy level would intimidate a lot of international weak leaders. You know, <laughs> she has she has an energy level like I she had no five idea. espressos in a row. Seventy two years old. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think Kamala has a good like uh, oh. balance between a good smile and a tough. Side. Oh yeah, man! Oh, when she, she smiles, is. she is beautiful as hell. She can be funky and funny, yeah. and then she's fun, and then she can be super like. Straight. And she can yeah. tear you apart. Exactly. Yeah. Woo! All right, so we're, we're look out. Let's see, let's see. I... Carla is the next president. <laughs> Carla for president. Carla for president. Carla for president. Carla is so cute and so nice that she will she will so nice. will be fun of will be dancing every day in the presidents of in the in the Oval Office. Oval Office Milongas. It's gonna be a party. It's gonna be a party twenty-four hours per <laughs> <laughs> day. And <laughs> No, yeah, I, I, I have a I have a quick question for Carla. All right. Car Go Carla, for it. of all the about of all, politic, no. No, 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 no. Of okay, well, it's, really it's kind of, it's kind of political, but not. It's really more tangled. Of all the countries you've worked in that you've taught in, what countries do you think pick up tango the quickest? Oh, the quickest ever. Los más rápidos. Sí. I think that Italy is one of the country that they learn fast. Uh -huh. This is the question, no? I understand sí. well. Yes. Mm -hmm. sí. Yes. 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 Um, Turkish people, Chico. Yes. 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 <laughs> oh, Chico, get over yourself. <laughs> they need to be proud of Jesus. something, man. I'm definitely one. I need something. <laughs> I'm, I'll fuck you. I'm definitely not one of those quick learners. <laughs> no, but in Europe, in Europe, I think that the two different cultures that they go in the easier way, we can say, no, that they have something similar, and it's easier for them to connect with the language of the. Um, Communication of tango is Got Italy it. yeah. and Turkia. Okay, great. And if you ask me, like about the dancers as leaders, those would be the countries I find very similar in embrace to Argentines. Ah. In communication and after I say different country that is not Argen Argen Argentina, no? Outside yeah. Argentina, yeah, yeah, yeah. you asked me. 
Yeah. Now, now to make the things more complicated, we will could say to the to the uh, question of that: What is tango then? What do you mean? <laughs> Whoa! Hold on, what, you're what, asking you... this question to your lawyer, right? No, what I pregunté, ¿qué es lo que qué es lo que entendemos por tango? ¿No? Yes, ¿qué es lo que entendemos por tango? Es una pregunta. I like that. Uh, tango means Yeah, I like the silence that I come. Creo un silencio, se creó un silencio. I love the silence that was created. Yes, Carla, I hear you. Please. What do you The the thing that defines tango in general, no? because tango means a lot of things for me, but uh, in general is the, the communication, the language of communication is the, the thing that makes the difference with the other dancer, no? the other dance that we dance in couples, actually. The embrace, the way that we use embrace, the connection, the, is a, the connection is super, the way that we have to connect to dance tango in the very deep way, no, and a strong way is super particular in tango. And that's why I say that the the Italian people and the Turkish people have something that how to go in the easier way of this kind of connection. Mm. I don't want to say that they are super similar of us. Of course, we have some difference, but in the culture, no, in la cultura, digo, culturalmente, for them mm -hmm. it's a little more easier to to be close to the way that we connect to dance tango in Argentina. Mm. Mm -hmm. And Gusti, what do you think? Uh, it's a meeting between nostalgic people. Hmm. When I say meeting, uh, everything that can mean meeting, for example, connection. Sure. Yes, the feeling, the connection. Yeah. And you, Bat, what do you think? What do I think tango is? Correct. I think it's uh, it's a walk. It's a walk with two people. It's 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 a it's a special kind of walk. the The walk is so darn special that after 23 years, I'm still trying to damn learn it. And that's the truth. Learn to learn the walk of the walk. <laughs> Exactly. The, the walk of the walk, yes. Learn, <laughs> learn, yeah. Learn the walk of tango. Now is Marcelo who's stealing information for tango's fears. I, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> He's writing all this shit down. I'm learning, guys. I'm learning. For you, Adam. Gustavo. Adam. Gustavo, you're, you're a good detective, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you are a good detective. <laughs> so for me, that's it. I've studied maybe ten or twelve different partner dances, and all the of all the dances I've studied, tango is the most difficult, yet the most simple because for me, it's based on walking. 
Beautiful. Adam, Chico, what do you Adam, you go for it. It's mm. <laughs> uh, complicated, you know. I think I. I think Tango is is uh, is an excuse for people to come together and learn how to communicate in a way that is very primal and spiritual, for lack of a better word. Um, and to kind of create a village together. And I think we use tango to do that. But I don't think... Like, I don't think people would dance tango if there was nobody around to watch them. <laughs> and I don't think people would dance... There's nobody around what? To see Sorry, them. I didn't hear. Like, people, and mm. people, people who dance tango inherently want to be seen doing it. You know, it's very rare that you'll have a, the dancers that are... I mean, some people, of course, will be in the studio all day dancing with their partner or whatever, but most people dance tango because they want to social, socialize. They want to change partners. They want to see people. They want to be seen. Mm -hmm. And they want to be a part of, of, a, of something, part of a community. And what makes, and, and that could be said for anything, religion or social dance, like other social dances. But, but what I find that's interesting about tango is like, I, I know a lot of dance teachers through teaching at a school or a studio, whatever you want to call it, and all of them agree, especially the ones that have studied a little bit of tango, that tango is a completely different dance than, than swing, salsa, hustle, whatever you, you name it, um, because we will teach classes on the most subtle, <laughs> like how to turn your foot out or how to touch a person's hand, or like we will we'll teach six weeks on on like like Pat said, we'll teach six weeks or twenty years on walking, and I've asked other mm. teachers like, do you ever take do you have you ever taught a class on just this one small element? And they're like, no, we teach classes on like linking a throw out with a spin with a thing with a bop but a boop. Like we will teach a class just on how to like roll your foot and you know breathe and to have better posture. So we go through much more detail in internal experiences with this dance um so it's it's a lot it's 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 about the dance but it's about so many other things that 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 are around it that's a very long answer but I, so many in a war we are we are I people in need yeah. yeah chico chico i'm here for chico now your turn to i feel like the socialness of it that he's talking about yes is there but it's there for a lot of the social dances so my answer is more along the lines of what Buscawa and Carlo was saying I think there is something that's connecting through a music that's mainly melancholic uh, but the communication I think the improvisation factor of tango in the communication and the embrace, I think, are the unique things that make Tango Tango for me. Um, like, to be hugged that way in any other dance, I think, is not similar. It's swing, hustle, West Coast, blues to an extent, but it's still very different. I've, I think there is a depth there in the way the embrace can change for different reasons of communication um, and being able to 
be so present to be listening and suggesting stuff at the same time all the time uh, I think that's what makes Tango Tango and also oh, I love it yeah. also the opportunity to feel the music through the body of another human being that that's aspect true. is also that very is unique well yeah of we, course. Exchange, we exchange the, feelings we exchange like, feelings in a very yeah. deep way one with answer. yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's to express the music yeah in general, for most of us <laughs> at least for some of us it might be different but uh, yeah yeah good question Great question, I think. And you, what do you think? Yeah, Marcelito, it's your turn. <laughs> you know, I, 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 it is, okay, here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do feel that my understanding of, of tango has changed so many times in the course of these years. And I remember my dinser, my teacher, Rodolfo Dinser, and he was saying that tango is that eternal search of freedom. And hmm. and now that I am like more mature, and I I had my my nights of milonga and listen to you guys talking and all the the beautiful exchange of of, of identities and and ideas, I start to realize is that my eternal search of identity through knowing another person but something that Ada, uh, Carla was saying and as well in conversation with my partners when we dance tango we change thanks to the the input that other person is giving us musically emotionally in a body language and that that change ourselves and at the same time help us to find ourselves and then the community and the people that we met and this is eternal search of to really find who we are and what we want to be with another human being. And I love this concept. I start to get mature in my head about how I find myself through another human being in this internal moment of freedom. And I mean freedom in the meaning of I find myself when I dance with somebody else that I'm not lost. Mm -hmm. that I have possibility to express myself and be changed by another person. Mm -hmm. And this yeah. is what I think about Tango this. Yeah, I think that is the most amazing thing about the communication of it. But, yeah. I think you defined okay, it great. really well. I love it. Yeah, there was a setup, man. He asked us all the questions so that he could go off and... <laughs> <laughs> steal, steal our <laughs> shit. <laughs> Steal it and then word it much better. <laughs> now I leave. See ya. <laughs> very, nice. very unique way to experience another person. And I think, you know, I don't want to be like the preacher or anything, but I think everybody should try it. Like everybody in the world should try it once and just try to experience yeah. uh, interacting with another human in this way. It, it really changes how we connect with people overall. Like my life is completely different after I started dancing just in terms of how I you know, I still like people and dislike people and you know, I still have, you know, but it's just um the question is for the guys in the chat now. 
<laughs> so nobody yeah. get get away with it. Yeah, anyone else wants to go yes. in and express, please do so. It's uh, it's amazing how it can like the uh, what you were saying, Marcelo, about how it can. Uh, you're you're offering something, and then you're being changed by the other person, and that you're allowing yourself to change, or like not even allowing. You're it's part of the process. You're changing with it, but you're still finding you through it. It's um, and your mood changes as well, like with it. Absolutely. Yeah. And that is something beautiful to, uh, uh, now that I, I start to have my wine, I can keep going. Sorry, guys. So, something interesting. Yeah, something really beautiful about this moment. And I was talking with Carolina Buenaventura, which is a pretty deep friend of mine. And we we're talking about tango and philosophy and stuff. And she said something beautiful. She said, don't you remember that after a dance with somebody, X person, that night, that, that moment, after that, something changed on you? And, oh, yeah. And when, she said, and when she said that, immediately came to my mind many moments that was like, wow, it's true. And in order yeah. to do that, in order to do that, we need to let ourselves to be vulnerable and let that happen at the same time. It's so beautiful image. I love it. Mm -hmm. yes. So we have two descriptions. Yes. Sorry, yes. go ahead. No, no, no. I, I just read uh, mm -hmm. the two people that explain something about, express yeah. actually, the thing that they uh, think about tango. Yeah, Joanne said tango is a way of hearing music and sharing it with another person. And Linda said, an ultimate experiment each time we dance, learning how self and partner react to outside and inner forces. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Very okay. true. It's true. All right, yeah. we solved it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Did we give Carlo five? Now did we, we give just Carlo need... five questions? Uh, oh, we did more than five, yeah. probably. Five. Yeah. <laughs> it is definitely like a meditation. I think that, yeah. I think that yeah. was enough. And now I want to listen to you. <laughs> 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 but we want to hear what you have to say. You have so much. Yeah, I know. We always all have so much to say. I think well, here, no? Marcelo, Gustavo, Tico, Adam, you. Yes. Oh, no. we have all. <laughs> I'm in bed now. I think we. I think. <laughs> that is <laughs> too much information. So, Gustavo is in bed waiting for Marcelo to get more drunk so he can go over. And then they're going to write us. They're going to compose a song together about tango. <laughs> Based oh, yeah. on all oh, of really? our comments tonight. And change uh, each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, in fact, that's in what fact, I'm two imagining. Weeks ago, yeah. Two weeks ago, I wrote, uh, I wrote a song in 10 minutes, so I can do it so, I again. I know. <laughs> really? That's, right. that's why I a suggested it. Oh, my God. And I <laughs> want to listen to that. 
Can it's you possible go out? to listen? Get out of bed, Talk. Gustavo. Or just Get your guitar it. and play it for us. Talking about stealing things. We're <laughs> 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 stealing, stealing person. <laughs> yeah. No, I oh, can't now because my neighbor, my neighbor gonna kill me. Yeah. No, no, no. No, claro, está bien. Another thing now, uh, now before because I start to see that the time and before Adam kick us out, I let other questions <laughs> like all these <laughs> questions. We were just texting about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. Other <laughs> really <laughs> no, other really interesting thing is as, as Mariano, for instance, Augustin, all of us we that we dance for so many years. For me, one of the things that fascinated about this dance is how has changed from the moment that I started? How has changed mm -hmm. in, in the middle when I'm learning? How has it changed that I'm, I'm here with you guys talking about tango miles away and, and, and in another, and I'm curious how we will change later. So it's a, it's a living art form and I'm, I love mm -hmm. that. Yeah. 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 yeah it's yeah. true. Yeah. It's very true. In the, remember, remember yeah. Marano, for instance, I don't know you guys, but for the people who is listening and didn't, didn't learn in the, in the years that we learned, in the beginning, there was not, nothing about leader and follower or communication or nothing. It was like woman decide, men decide, men do this, woman fall. Remember that, that language? Yes. Marano? Yeah. See, see, see. A lot totally of people different. still teach like that. Yeah. See. Yeah. It was a little bit more uh, basic, no? The way that they used to, to teach and show you the, the stuff. And always was a little bit more about the leader, the leader to that, and the, and was a little bit more separate, actually, no? One side Not even leader, other. sorry to interrupt. Not even leader, men. No, see, the men. men. Yeah. <laughs> the men and the women. But actually, it was a little bit more separate, no? The way that we learned. It's mm -hmm. not like the language of communications, you know, it was through the sequence that you have to learn the part of the one role or the part of another role, no? And then try to do it together. <laughs> it's a little bit more like that, no? Not actually, not, yeah. not too much about the language of communication, how you can suggest that, how you can lead that, and how the follower can follow that. This was something that a lot of dancers start to, I think that one generation before than me, at least before than me, no, that I remember, they start to, to analyze, no, like Gustavo Naveira, Fabian Sala, Graciela Gonzalez, they start to analyze the way that the, the thing that the, uh, the older dancers want to do. Mm -hmm. Actually, no, yeah, but, to find the best way to do that, no, and how you can lead that, how you can synchronize that movement, how you well, can, they start to change the think, no, the thinking, the pensamiento, mm -hmm. start to change about that. So, but wasn't that, that, was wasn't that more, wasn't that more just like showing sequences as opposed to actually teaching? It, you know it was I mean? much than the if I can if I recall my my memory and even remember in lessons with different teachers in that time in the nineties. In that time with who am I today who am I today? I will be like peace and I will be super uh, you know, like protest and I will be super uh, 
uh, kind of aggressive way of talking in this that time. From that time, it was okay, but now from this mentality of today, I will be so. I don't know how to express it. This in the meaning, like it was so. The men, uh, something that Marano was saying. The mentality was totally different. No, it was not even about the, the the dance itself. It was more about uh, has to do it in this way, and this is my way. And woman here, men there. It was kind of cave time way of talking. Yeah. 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 We changed that, no? Mm -hmm. All the gender roles in life are changing in different ways. Like yes. it was, this right? is the around. society. As the society changed, so did the dance, because with yes. the yes. With, with the women's movement and women gaining power, women, you know, feeling of their course. own power. Yes. Yeah. And now we have a lot. Of, Women getting their own balls, you know. Yes. <laughs> yes. And throwing them around. <laughs> yes. You yeah. see, the evolution comes from different sides, no? Not only the the technique and the possible, but the technique also changed a lot. I think that Gustavo is getting really comfy in his bed. That sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like he's uh, doing something else. <laughs> Gusti, don't touch right. yourself, and it's public. I had us put that Vaseline, put that Vaseline down, man. What the hell you doing? Okay. Matt Johnson, don't get too excited. Go get your eyes back. <laughs> I promise oh, yeah, I'm not yeah. touching myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're touching someone else. <laughs> no, no. Uh, I wish I could not. With all of this talk of touching oneself, I think I'm going to... Go to bed. Take off. <laughs> That's a good you way to You want to touch yourself? <laughs> this is a really good moment to all of us go and touch ourselves. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> so. This is a different kind of communication game, guys. So, yes. yeah. I want to thank okay. Carla for being our special guest this evening. And I want to thank Gustavo and uh, and Bat. It's been a long time. Thank you for joining us. I love and you, Gusti. man. Thank you. Gusti. Love you guys. And Gusti. You <laughs> love you guys and thank you. Thank you very much so for nice that. Chat and, uh, it was very nice. Check in with everybody. Thank you for guys. Oh my god, this was so fun. So, we'll be back. We'll okay be back. guys, thank you so much. Have a good night. Yeah. I need to I have I have things to do That's now. Marcy, yeah, with Vaseline. You, you've been very late. <laughs> <laughs> Marcelo, I know you, man. I know you. Marcelo, don't mess around with the wine bottle, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right.
<laughs> oh my god. All right, it's getting bad. All right, guys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he took yeah, off. He got excited. Marcelo was like, I'm out of here. So call us, call okay, good night, everybody. Bye -bye. Love you. Bye bye. Good night. Bye bye. Bye bye, everybody. Bye. Bye bye. What's our last song? Oh, Adam? I don't have one for tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah. We had one minute anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, I'll see you soon, so. Kiki. Yes, love you. Good night. Bye, bye, love bye. you, Carla. Ciao.